gonna die together out here. <laughs> he shouldn't have come here. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Nerdstocking. <laughs> I'm Mighty Peking Bill, and the two gorillas with me tonight are King Chad. Kong! And Mighty Joe Ross. King! Wait. <laughs> no. But before we start monkeying around with our main feature, which is our thoughts on Kong Skull Island, which all three of us have seen, I'd like to reach into the barrel and talk about some other stuff on our minds in a segment I am now going to call Nerdly News. What? I don't know. <laughs> Can we call it Week in Review or... How about you wanted a name, Ross. The I Daily, the look daily at, Show. Look what happened. Yeah. The Daily Show. That's what we'll call it. Okay. Yeah, that, that's well, not Wait, 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 wait. Weekend Update, we'll call it. Excellent, yeah. <laughs> Shit, I can't do that either. Late Night with Bill Hunter? Yeah. <laughs> Late <laughs> Show with Bill Hunter. Wait a minute. Does that make you the sidekick and I'm the announcer? Yes. You are correct, sir. Yes. Ah! <laughs> yes. hey <laughs> There. Now right. 12 people got that joke. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I want to start by talking about Mystery Science Theater 3000, which Say is... Say that five times fast. Exactly. Which is going to be... Uh, they call those people, uh, people that are fans of that show, they call them Misties. It's um, not like the, the furries that wear the outfits and, and do things. Exactly. That's right. And do Ooh, things. baby. Talk through the movie. And Talk through the movie. Things. Stroke my polyester. And uh, the new series is on Netflix in April. And I'm really looking forward to it. You guys watch the original? No. You haven't seen any of those? No. I am a I'm aware my of it. My seven year old loves it. Oh yeah. yeah? Well yeah. he's watching the what, He's how, watching the old ones. Right. Wait till they do an episode on, on nerds talking and they mock us. <laughs> I can only wish. Then then you'll wait. That's wish. what everybody does when this show is on. <laughs> yeah. So there's three guys talking and then there'll be three guys talking making comments about the three guys talking. Yeah. With <laughs> a, with a only. with a cheesy robot. Yeah. Yeah. So they have both the robots coming back. Excellent. Uh, Crow. And uh, Tom Servo. So they weren't doing other things? The yeah, robots? Those, they weren't those puppets. Busy somewhere. The puppets. The voice guys might. I think it's the same voice for uh, Crow. I don't know about Tom Servo. I think they went through a couple of guys playing that role in the original series. And they went through a couple of hosts, too. And the new host is uh, Jonah Ray. Do you guys know who that is? Who? No. Jonah Ray. No. I never heard of him either. And uh, also starring Felicia Day and Patton Oswalt. Oh, I love Patton Oswalt. Yeah, so he's in it too. Uh, he's the son of TV's Frank. Who TV's Frank was on the original show. Got it. Looking forward to that. I don't know what movies are going to be covering, but there's a trailer if people want to check it out. I can the suggest Netflix that one. they do the recent Star Trek movies. <laughs> that might, ripe be, for that might be hard for rights. I imagine it was always hard for those guys to get the rights. Oh, for some of those bad 50s movies? No, yeah. I can't imagine that was difficult at all. Really, you don't think no, it was hard probably getting, in, uh, a lot of them are probably in the public domain. They're so nobody really yeah. cares. About maybe them. they didn't. Yeah, maybe they didn't. It'd probably be surprised how many uh, copyrights weren't renewed. Well, yeah, look at it. it uh, you know, it's a wonderful life. The they let yeah. the copyright lapse on that, and that yeah. made it a TV sensation. Mm -hmm. Really, there's no rights on it's wonderful nope. life. They're, they they picked public domain. They picked it up. Somebody bought it. Somebody renewed the rights for it. Recently, oh, really? or in yeah, the last fairly, 30, 30 yeah, years. decade, yeah. 30, yeah, yeah, 20 years. Yeah. yeah, because that's why it was shown on TV uh, so often and why there was all these different DVD versions of it and VHS versions because nobody owned the rights. Somebody else want to bring up a subject? Uh, we just watched, the three of us, uh, the teaser for the upcoming trailer 
for the Aquaman uh, and his friends. The disaster movie. <laughs> that's known exactly as, right. Uh, that's what Justice the trailer. League. That's what the trailer looks like. Yeah, it's all Aquaman all the time. Aquaman. So I, I am, I'm a little shocked that the teaser is focusing on the least known and interesting character. Who? Aquaman. Least known and what? Yeah. I might... uh, no, no. Out of all, well, actually, maybe Cyborg. Out of all of them, Aquaman <laughs> is the is the he, he's the guy that you get to park the car while all the others go into the club to have fun. But talking to you fish just, is cool. You just stay here. Yeah, you just stay here. Yeah, we're gonna go out and have fun. Uh, can you order the pizzas, Aquaman, hey, and, and you know, pay for it? Like, hey, um, can you go get the car? Like like ninety percent of our missions here, we're gonna be on land. So Aquaman, yeah. you just stay. Yeah. Here. Just stay stay on the beach. Yeah. And we'll call you if we need you. Every half an hour, can you put this quarter into the parking meter? <laughs> no, no. Better yet. You see that little binocular thing on the shore over there? Here's here's a roll of quarters. Yeah. Just go keep an eye out in case something happens, okay? Knock, knock yourself out. <laughs> so that that teaser we just watched for the upcoming trailer, I have to say has cemented my uh disdain for Warner Brothers and DC Comics. Like I there is Liter- it's literally that. 15 seconds, Ross. Exactly. 15 and half seconds, of, seconds is, of boredom. Half of it is copy. First of all, first <laughs> yeah, of all, exactly. if you're going to do a teaser to whet my appetite, yep. put Gal fucking Godot in it. That's Don't true. put fucking yeah. Gal oh, even Even at 15 seconds. Swimming exactly. Conan. You should put her in Yeah, there. I don't want to see Swimming Conan. <laughs> what? <laughs> swimming, swimming Conan. Swimming Conan. Right. You know, parting the waves like, like frickin', um Ben Hur. Okay, so listen, right. or Moses, I, I suppose. That would be cool if he had that. If he had that power, that yeah, cool. it's imaginary power. I, I do. <laughs> that's right. It should be. He should have like he's I hear got he the can big shoot stick. lasers goes, from his eyes. And I let my people, people go. Yeah. So I like Aquaman. I <laughs> liked him a lot do. as a kid. Of course you do. And you know, as a kid, you identify with like. Hey, Chad, I, if I give you my keys, could you go move my cars? <laughs> here's, okay. a here's, here's a quarter. Here's a bowl of quarters. Aquaman and Captain America were the two blonde characters, and I identified with him, right? And because all the characters were all dark hair, all swarthy, so, Mediterranean types, yes. exactly. So, <laughs> which is what you guys would have identified with, right? But for me, it was the Aquaman and Captain America. Like, oh yeah, right. and so I had my Aquaman Migo, and you know, yeah. With the plastic gloves. With the plastic that gloves. That were really mitts. Maybe <laughs> that's right. Because that's what you want underwater. I, I could never understand that. All but right. what I'll say is that yes. the, the, the old design of Aquaman in the orange and yellow and green uh-huh. yeah. with the short hair He's makes got the sense gloves, to me. The gloves with the fins. That's right. Yeah. It makes sense to me. But this guy with, like, swimmers shave their body. Yeah. To swim better. And here's this guy, and they couldn't have found somebody hairier. I know. <laughs> Long <laughs> hair, beard. In fact, we should watch it again. I'm pretty sure he's wearing a monkey suit. I'm pretty sure they've got <laughs> extra hair on him it's crazy. in that clip. It's, it's kind of like it, it defies everything to do I with know. underwater. I have to this say. This is where Nam- Namor is so much better. Can you, can right. you yeah, imagine? Namor's very thin and sleek. Sure. Well, he's Absolutely. big, though, too, but mm. he's like hairless. Completely. Right. Can you imagine Marvel putting out a teaser like that? Never in a million years. Mm. No, that that was just complete flat. That we, was flat. Hmm. Well, in all, yeah, all, all fifteen seconds of it. Yeah, but yeah. you're right about no Gal Gadot. That's a big mistake. Because she's in the 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 link that you sent. There's a picture that says like advanced pictures ahead of time of the. And so there's a picture where you see at the end of the trailer you see them all standing yeah, there in, in a line. really boring in a row. Yeah, like let's all stand, <laughs> stay posing. Pause time. It's not even like Avengers Four where they're all charging. Yeah, right. which was like, awesome. Yeah, this is like let's stand in a row. Wait, wait, elbows, elbows, <laughs> and 
We're good. Okay, move on. The reason that Aquaman is in the feature is because Batman got put off. It got you delayed. think this is your theory? Yeah. So so they have a short list of the films that are going to get bumped up to replace it. So the b- movie called tentatively the Batman. The Batman. Supposedly scripted by uh, Ben Affleck and Jeff Johns, who's a DC comic um, writer, uh, has been pushed from the schedule. The uh, Ben Affleck dropped out as director. Yep. They hired Matt Reeves. Who Shows he's the, a smart uh, guy. The last two uh, Planet of the Apes. And now there's a big cloud about whether Ben Affleck's even going to even do it because it's been delayed. No, who he's knows? Right. He's doing it. Eh. Believe me, he'll do it. Eh. It'll really? Be Matt, maybe a Matt Damon. That'd be I'm not so sure. <laughs> Matt Damon. I'm Matt Damon. No, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm, I'm, I'm Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so, so go on. So I think that what's happening is that Aquaman is being probably pushed up. To make room oh, behind it, maybe. and they're gonna really kind of push us Pushes and say, "Hey, hey, kids, look at this character. This guy's yeah. really neat. <laughs> look at him. Even yeah. though he's Remember so hairy, Aquaman, and he's supposed to convince you that he's a swimmer. Uh, well, he is Samoan, uh, sorta. He's Hawaiian. Uh, the thing talking about him being hairy, he's wearing a suit, isn't he? He's wearing a wetsuit. No, but or something, he's got or like chains. He's- He's yeah, got looks more like a, hair. He's really heavy, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Chainmail. Yeah. <laughs> Even Namor at least had those big curved eyebrows that made him more aerodynamic underwater. Yeah, right? Somehow. Right. But yeah, he, uh, he had the fins. Uh, the, the, uh, the little wings on it. The wings on That's what ankles. you need when you swim as yeah. wings. Yeah. We just had a conversation with, with my kids about those wings and how Captain America has them on his head because it's indicative of Mercury. And Namor has them on his ankles. You mean Flash. Hmm? Flash has those on his. No, Captain America does. Flash too. does too. Yeah, but uh, Namor does, and that's what's oh. weird. He's the swimming guy with a flat top and wings on his feet. Yeah, but those help him fly. <laughs> well, that's true too. He flies. Nobody understood how little tiny wings on your ankles helps you fly. <laughs> but, but, hey, <laughs> hey, now it's hard to keep up. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Taking <laughs> uh. a face full of dirt. <laughs> so the short list for the replacements for Batman. The word on the street. Okay. Because I'm on the street. I yeah. know. I know people on the street. You live on the street. <laughs> I live on the street. You, in fact, are homeless? <laughs> hey, Do I've it. got enough pencils. Thank you. Hey, hey. <laughs> can you spare some change so I can buy a cafe latte? Let's hear your replacements. <laughs> so the replacements for the bump up are okay. The Flash. Which is already... Which I already hate him. I already wanted oh, yeah, to die yeah. in the first episode. Yeah, I want I him to bra- I want him, somebody to catch him and break every bone in his yeah. body. And he'll never run again. <laughs> that be flash in a wheelchair. I'm that sorry. That movie's already greenlit, but it doesn't have a writer or director that's stuck around, right? Well, what like, if they throw Josh fucking Whedon at it and then they can kill him off? Yeah. Right. Um, Josh Whedon, suck it. <laughs> Josh, say it every episode. Josh, Martha! You can really mm. suck it. Why, Why do you say that name? That was last episode, Ross. Sorry. We can't Suicide keep Squad 2. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. The shit continues. What? Oh, man. Hey, Academy Award winner now, yeah, buddy. Fuck that. Fuck. Yeah, for uh, effects, I guess. Yeah. So, Suicide Squad 2 has been uh, suggested uh, Gotham City Sirens. Yeah. Uh, which, that would be really good. I don't know. That would be a nice curveball to throw. I don't know what that means. So, that's Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, and Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah. Right. That's a kind of interesting comic series. I was looking at it. I don't. I don't own one. I don't know if you can make a movie out of it, but well, this is what I mean. It's like really, yeah. Um, Dark Universe. You haven't uh, mentioned Aquaman, by the way. I uh, have no idea. What no, because Aquaman's not on this list because it's being made right now. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's in just going to get pushed <laughs> in in Los Angeles in he, a pool. He's yeah. being made in, in, in the Esther Will in the <laughs> Esther Williams <laughs> pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whatever. 
You're so lonely nah. being the only man fish. <laughs> Act like you're not drowning. Oh, the fish, blub, the fish are staying blub, away from me now. Blub. All right. <laughs> Aquaman, stop looking at me that way. What was the last one you said? Uh, Dark Universe. What is that? No idea. Okay. But they write it on the list like everybody should. Dark Universe. Like, huh? Okay. Dark Universe. Everybody's a Martha. <laughs> Why do you say that name? And, the, and then Green Lantern Corps. Right. And Green Lantern oh, Corps, right. on paper, sounds like, hey, yeah, 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 man. That's what you do. That's what the street says. The street wants Green Lantern Corps. <laughs> really? You want more of the disastrous That's film? DC's answer to, that's DC's suck ass answer to Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Oh, right. right. Except without probably, you know, it'll be Fine. Joss Whedon will direct it. Uh, he'll kill Hal Jordan in the first five minutes. It'll be John Stewart will be the replacement, but John Stewart won't be a black guy. He'll actually be played by John Stewart from The Daily Show. <laughs> a Jew. A Jewish. <laughs> Middle-aged Jew. Yeah. So how do you feel about Joss Whedon? Uh, I think that he's okay as long as he's off somewhere sucking it. <laughs> <laughs> I think then we're good. That's funny. <laughs> because you can't go back in time and remake Firefly or Buffy. That's or unfortunate Angel. because I invited him to be on the next episode. Good. And uh, I encouraged him to listen so he really should defend himself. He's going to get tired from all that sucking. He really should defend himself. <laughs> He's got no defense, obviously. He hasn't reached out. He can go uh, off in his, to his fucking mansion and spend his so, money. So you guys, you watched it with fresh eyes. Did you feel any kind of excitement about waiting for Saturday to watch a trailer for that movie? Okay, let's get this straight. <laughs> all right. It's a trailer yeah. for a trailer yeah. that's coming out in three days. Right. Yeah. So it's almost like... Well, this is really the. But Why that's not? the idea. It's that's so the stupid. Idea. Did this... you watch the teasers for Guardians of the Galaxy two? Uh, they were um... awesome with Baby Groot running around with a bomb that might yeah, explode. But Justice League doesn't have a Baby Groot. No, it doesn't. It so has you should have darkness. Little... You should have like. It has darkness and death. Little Kal El. My parents are dead. I live in the land of vaginas. Somebody <laughs> find a light bulb. Why is there no lights in the DC universe? Sorry. Yeah, I uh, I uh, uh, watched that and um, hope that that movie dies a miserable death. He's so judgy. <laughs> I know. I don't want to be <laughs> predetermined. It is kind of the DC. it is kind of the nadir of nerds talking that we're t- talking about a fifteen second trailer and judging it. Yeah, and it's like a trailer for a trailer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you know, if it was better, it would be the trailer. No, because <laughs> if be it like, was better, it would make you want to watch the trailer. No, but you know, but they know, and you know, that you're gonna watch it anyway. Mm, maybe not on Saturday. Maybe not. Maybe Sunday. You're gonna yeah. hold up. Maybe maybe Monday. I got when you're sitting at your desk planned. at work. I got, <laughs> I got stuff planned. Unlike Aquaman, <laughs> who's got to polish the floors. Well, when they re when they re when they uh, the new Fifty Two came out, they did a new Aquaman mm-hmm. comic, and it was great. It was so much yeah. fun because he was kind of like they were making fun of him. Sure, he was he'd go into a diner, and the people would all be like, "Oh, there's the one who talks to fish," and he'd be like, "I don't talk to fish. <laughs> I just don't." In that comic book, wasn't he like the last person to work at a photo hut? And he was like just sitting in a booth for the entire comic and nobody came by with any photos. No. And he just sat there. This is the one where he had the And little... he would whisper to himself, I can talk to Finn. He had a hut on the beach and he's like, really? You know what? Scuba lesson? Snorkeling? Snorkeling anyone? I don't need a scuba tank. I can do snorkeling. Yeah. I can show you the reef, but but this is New York City. Like, I don't want to swim on the water. He's like, come on. It's not that cold. I can show you the used condoms. You need a scaly scuba scoot like me. And and a big, because that's what you want underwater. You want a big stick. 
Right. I know that Neptune and, and Poseidon both had one, but everybody gets he's Aquaman. Stick. I bet you they all called. I bet you they called him Conan on the set because he just looks like Conan. Okay, so good. let's face it though. But out of the Justice League team, just to just to finalize this, so we wow. so we all understand. You have Wonder Woman's on the top. Yeah. She's the best. Yeah. Followed by Batman and Superman, who are equally in second place, arguing about their mothers. Yeah. yeah. Why do you use that name? <laughs> Followed by Aquaman. What? And then Flash and Cyborg. Mm. That really, come on. You can pick on Aquaman all you want, but he is above Flash and Cyborg. I'm not sure about that. Flash in his his Robocop suit. Yeah, that's the dumbest suit I've ever seen. <laughs> that is the dumbest Flash suit Again, I've ever seen. It's like if you're gonna run fast, you wanna be aerodynamic. You don't want to be wearing body armor. No. And right. when you're running that fast, it doesn't matter what you're running into, even a bowl of jello, you're gonna be dead. Yeah. You okay. get terminal velocity, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, a image has surfaced of from Stephen King's new It adaptation. It's the very iconic scene of uh, a little boy is sending a paper uh, boat down the stream during after a big rainfall. It's the Does anybody do that anymore? It's the opening. Well, this is the fifties. Well, the opening do, is uh, from the fifties, right? <laughs> So it's from that scene where the little boy sending a boat down the street the gutter and it goes into the sewer and Pennywise appears there. And just it's just more evidence to me that they're really messing up Pennywise because you can see that. Did you guys see that? It was the yeah. most amazing picture. I, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Wait it looks like... Cause You're <laughs> upset over a single photo for a show? <laughs> you guys are getting more and Wait more petty. Wait a minute. You Wait a, a single minute. photo. Yes, the you the You a second, trailer. second cartoon yeah. or trailer. It's indicative of Pennywise just being too creepy in the new one, right? Too creepy. Too creepy. So I, I thought you'd okay. be more pissed off that Aquaman was in it. <laughs> it was he's, he's in, in the, the street he's in the sewer dressed yeah. like the clown he's flopping he's, down he's like yeah. swimming through the sewer yeah. <laughs> just to say he's just out. he's just off screen parking the car he'll be there in a minute don't worry yeah you can see from the image just pennywise is there and he just looks evil right and the whole scene in the book and in the uh tv adaptation they did in the 90s was you know, it's shocking that a clown appears in a sewer, but he's like, he's talking with Georgie, the, the kid, and he's like being pals around. He's being a pal to him, and he's like joking around. He's like, don't you watch your boat, Georgie? You know, Tim Curry playing it so excellently in the in the TV adaptation. And he's just talking, and then when the kid, he finally convinces the kid to reach in, then he grabs him, right? And it's a shock. But no fucking kid is going to go within, you're going to see this face pop up that's just leering and evil looking. You're going to run. Okay, so I have a theory. So I have to believe this kid eventually reaches in there. I I have a theory. I have a theory. Yeah. My theory is this. If you're going to put out a photo of a a well-known character from a scary book, you can't do the happy, uh, smiling, uh, engaging clown look. You'd be laughed off the internet. The funny thing is, though, that's what so they did in the, in the TV adaptation. That's what they did, and yeah, it but looks that was effective. the '90s. We were also stupid then. <laughs> okay. So now you couldn't do that. You couldn't. You couldn't have that kind of image and get any kind of uh, positive hmm. interest because people would just laugh it off. Instead, you hmm. show a demonic-looking clown. But I bet what happens in that in that part of the uh, movie is before Georgie sees him, or you know, when he's looking away, it's a demonic clown. But when he does look at him, he changes to to look something more well, appealing. That's, that's what my ha- guess. That well, that is what happens with Pennywise, right? And yeah. uh, scene after scene in it is some kid sees the clown, and it's incongruous. There's a clown for no reason in whatever place it is, 
And then you start hearing the calliope music and you smell the cotton candy and the caramel right. corn and you start thinking of carnivals and, and Pennywise is just gesturing over. Come on, let's go have fun. We'll get balloons and cotton candy. We'll have it all. And then when the kid gets there, he gets snatched and he yeah. turns evil, like what you're saying. Right. It's really the same thing that happened with The Shining and Jack Nicholson, which is kind of funny. You know, you see Jack Nicholson in The Shining and he's just, from frame one, he looks crazy, right? Because it's Jack Nicholson. Yeah, because it's Jack Nicholson. Yeah. But uh, in the book, it's a very slow burn about how right. he kind of tur- he goes crazy from the hotel. And this is the same kind of thing where it's just Pennywise is too spooky, too crazy off the bat. And it's mm. sort of similar to that. Although well, it's funny because I kind of like when I watch The Shining, I like to see Jack Nicholson. I want to see him chew up the scenery because it's Jack. Because well, and, and why that you film, him? you don't. It, yeah. it was so good. Yeah, yeah. You know, like sometimes they depart, and you think, oh, thank God they departed. And other times you're like, oh, why they depart? Yeah. But unless you depart, you don't know if you're going to have something great. Yeah. Yeah. Because what works on the printed page doesn't always work. My assertion yeah. is the best Stephen King adaptation is The Dead Zone. Yeah, I would agree. Without a doubt. Although you got to be careful because you might be forgetting Shawshank. You know, that's a great one. All right. Best adaptation of a full-length novel as opposed or, to a short story. Or the, oh, ho- or getting... the horror, uh, considering the horror yeah. side of things as right. opposed to... I mean, Stand story. By Me was also an awesome movie. Yeah. But yeah. if you're talking about his full-length book... But Apt Pupil... That's not good. Right. That's not it's a good adaptation. It was such a good book, too. Maximum it was a really overdrive. good story. It was a great story. Maximum Overdrive is something in, a, in and of itself. I kind of enjoy it. It's a guilty pleasure, I guess. With Cat's Eye? What about Cat's Eye? Uh, it's, uh, there's a couple Cat's of good Eye's ones. Cat's Eye's good. Yeah, there's a couple of good ones. The framing story is dumb. Where the yeah, sure. she's protect the gremlin is sucking mm. her breath or something. But if it's any consolation, her what? they literally clit. No, I breath. <laughs> they literally <laughs> created the genre though, because they were the first before Tales of the Dark Side and all those other movies that came out based on these uh, little right. And Was so it they show at first. Oh, maybe Creep Show is first. Yeah. But that's but also Creepshow's, Stephen King. And Creep Show yeah. doesn't have that uh, those um, inter intermixed little. Uh, there's no crypt keeper and like that and that. There's a yeah, there's a framing device where the kids reading the comics. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, so there's yeah. no like other. There's no yeah. host. There's no <laughs> well, secondary to with it like really bad like animatronic, not even animatronic, just yeah, like puppetized. But they all, they all had that secondary story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do we want to pivot to something? Let's pivot to Iron Fist. Oh, Iron Fist. So, did you watch Iron Fist yet? Anybody? I watched the first two episodes. Okay, so I'm about six episodes in when uh, the sister gets killed. Shut up. Shut up. I'm only kidding. Nobody gets Spoilers. There's no spoilers. I'm kidding. Um, So, first impressions. You know, it's okay. It's It's okay. Way better than Luke Cage. Way better. Way better than Jessica Jones. You're so wrong on both counts. But, really? You think it's not as good as Luke Cage? Okay. Here's the thing about this show that 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 uh, I've only seen two episodes, admittedly. However, in the very first episode, <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. Go Lim's easy on there. those uh, Purina dog biscuits there. Um, <laughs> actually, should we throw in a plug for Pringles? Of course, Pringles. They go right through you. <laughs> Your son said that to I, me. I know. Yeah, I, I don't I, think it has that. <laughs> what what was that oil they use in the states in yeah, potato? Uh, not cholesterol, but yeah, it's or or olestrol, olestrol, or something. olestrol that went right yeah. through you. Yeah, these don't have that, but your son is. Does it say anal do. leakage on the can? <laughs> I don't know. Chad's gonna look. Pringles. When you need the last chip, it looks like you're sucking it off. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a visual. Um, <laughs> we both did when Bill right. did it a minute ago. Yeah, thank you. 
Uh, in the first episode of, of Iron, Iron Fist, you're, you want to make a, a good impression, right? Think about Daredevil. The first episode of Daredevil was freaking awesome. Was it? It was, uh, I can't see, but I can punch. Right. Right, I saw that. Basically. Uh, in Iron Fist, it's stupid guy comes back to New York, does stupid things, says stupid things, acts stupidly, and we're supposed to root for him. Uh, right. So this is a perfect case of a situation where by withholding the truth, you create drama. Mm. What and and I hate withhold? it. It's like Beverly Hills 90210. Well, he, he didn't just say, hey, I know I've been gone for 15 years. I've been stuck in a mountain. I've been surviving in a, in a monastery. He didn't say that. No. Nope. He said, yeah. I don't know why me. you guys are so freaked out, but I'm back. It's me. Yeah, it's me. I, even though we were all supposed to be dead in a plane crash. Yeah. I know. And I somehow made it back here with no shoes. Episode two. The psychiatrist, he's been, he gets, uh, you know, it's, it's only the second episode. It's not really a spoiler, but he gets confined to a uh, mental, uh, for a uh, mental health. Uh, you see hospital. it coming in the first episode. Yeah. So they commit uh, the, him. The bad guys commit him. And the, the psychiatrist, who turns out to be a Harley Quinn. Second, yeah, we wish. Yeah. Uh, says, Quinzel. after a while, I believe you. I believe that you're Danny Rand. But where have you been? And so Danny Rand, who's, you know, don't, they can only hold him for 72 hours. He is, is about 70, to be released. 71 and a half hours yeah, in. Maybe, you know, the <laughs> clock's ticking. About to be released. And he says, but where have you been? If he had said, well, you know, I was found by some villagers and, and raised. And this was my first chance to get back. Out the door he'd be and back in free and But he world. said that. He did say that. He no, said, he said I've, been, I've been stuck between dimensions. No, he said that, that only where, comes around every 15 said, years. Yeah, he said, where is that? Oh, it's in an ethereal plane. Where? Yeah. Yeah. And they only <laughs> intersect every 15 years. And the psychiatrist says, right, I'm committing you. Right. That's stupid. It was stupid. He's a it gets stupid better after, guy. After that, it does get better. Uh, my biggest problem, I'm, like I said, six or seven episodes in. The biggest problem is that Hyundai is clearly one of the sponsors. Oh, really? Yeah. And, I have a Hyundai, so shut up. Well, I know. So the, the brother and sister who are running Rand Industries. Rand Industries? Yep. yep. Is it Industries? Uh, Rand, Rand Corporation? Corp? Whatever. Rand Cor who knows? Whatever I think the Rand, Rand, I think the Rand Corporation is really the Rand Corporation, like a real thing. Is it? It's like a defense contractor. Hmm. The yeah. Rand Corporation. So the 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 brother and sister who are the the executives of this company, who are his childhood friends, and whose parent was friends with his parents, and this is the incestuous sort of thing. Yep. Um, they're really, really, really rich. Yep. Right. Like, like bastards. Like Iron Fist, if he were to become an executive at the at the Rand Corporation again, he would then suddenly be a multi-billionaire. Yep. Like, that's how rich. Well, that doesn't that sound like Oliver Queen or Bruce Wayne? Oh, it's totally, or totally. Tony sure. This was Marvel's shot at, uh, I'm sure, at Oliver Queen more than anybody else. Who's Oliver Queen? Uh, Green Arrow. Oh, right. Uh, this was like, in the you know, Marvel and DC have always created characters to try to capitalize on the other's right. invention. And well, that's why Namor... Is... Namor came first, though. Okay. Yeah, way oh, yeah. first. Like, he's a World War II character. 1941, I think. Yeah. Somewhere on there. Right. Was he, like, moving mines out of the way for the Allies? No, it's... no he was attacking New York. Yeah, he was... He's one of those... Uh, he was a vengeful Anti-heroes. Yeah. Uh. yeah. Although, in the 50s, he wasn't, because it was him... It was... Um, Namorita? Namora. Namorita. Yeah, was she Hispanic? <laughs> that's oh, his cousin. Namor. You Namorita. Want, I got some salsa for you. <laughs> you guys. No, it's Namora. Take some cultural sense. Namora. <laughs> Holy shit. So these right, guys are so rich. <laughs> and Hyundai is clearly one of the sponsors. And 
it's a problem when He's the driving. billionaires are driving Hyundai's. <laughs> I'm Ross, serious. Ross, you gonna take like, that? I know that I know you're, you're a billionaire. That shit, Ross. Well, but you slum it like the like us lowly players. Do, do I make it look good? I think I make it look good. <laughs> I don't um, even make it look good. Um, it makes you look good. I can guarantee if you're Donald Trump or a billionaire of uh, even a millionaire, you're not driving a hand. No, you're not. Like no. you're not. Like no matter no. how nice a and it's a and nice, they're car. nice cars. I test drove one. I almost bought one. I yeah. loved it. They're, they're nice cars. I mean, I really like Ross's car. I mean, it's if nice, I was a millionaire, yeah. maybe I'd drive that. But no, if you're a millionaire, you, no, I you wouldn't you'd go you for just, Mercedes or you know, you would get a Volvo. It's yeah. probably maybe a Volvo. I don't want BMW or fucking Mercedes. Not, none of us are in Chad's no. league. But. <laughs> but no, you no, you would get. But you would get a classy car. You would right. get some crazy ass. Probably get yeah. a Jaguar or something. Yeah, or an something Aston Martin or something right? crazy. Yeah, Aston yeah. Martin. That's a good one. You know, you'd get Bentley. Get one of those big Bentley, fucking yeah. Bentley tanks that's right, with the stainless steel hood. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't get a Hyundai. Um, Maybe an AMC T- Tucson. Pacer. Tucson. Yeah. Maybe an AMC Pacer. You might go for it's an. It's not AMC a Tucson. Pacer. It's a Tucson. <laughs> no, it's a Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> You know how many people See, I said you I, put a tux on to ride it. Just you know how many people say tuxin. It is it is ridiculous how many people say tuxin. It's really crazy. people actually say. See, tuxin. I know yeah. what Tucson That's is. Crazy. But uh, so at one point I think that there was an ad that ran on Twitter and I and I it read tuxin because Tucson is S C right? No, e- no, it's C S C S. No, it's C S. Okay, well you own it, so I'll, I do. Tr- I'll trust you. It's spelled Tucson, but it's pronounced Tucson. Tucson, Arizona. So it's CS. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. The only thing I will say is the last, I I was worried by the episode two that the entire show is going to take place in the sanatorium with him being locked up. And is he crazy? Is he not? Is he going to get out? Who knows? Luckily, that ended in episode two when he finally does bring out the Iron Fist. And what a massive golden fist it is. Uh, that was exciting. That was the only exciting bit in the two episodes so far. Yeah, so it's it's. I've been enjoying it so far. Okay, but the fact is, is that it is setting it up. And one of the things that, besides the Hyundai thing, which is, it's it's pretty. It's kind of just doesn't work. It sounds kind of crass. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like wow, we were so desperate for funding that we we accepted that billionaires were going to drive Hyundais. Yeah. Um. And then well, who's the 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 R two D two of that Marvel section of the universe? <laughs> what Coulson's been the R two D two of of the movies until he got killed. Beat beat. Uh, no, because he's like R two is an, beat, R2 is in all the movies, right? R two is the he's, oh, the, he's uh, the glue that holds it all together. Coulson was the night nurse. The, uh, yeah, Rosario Dawson, name. and she is so bad. Yeah, in this Iron Fist, she is like. I liked her in the first Daredevil season. She was good, and then she was okay in the second one. But my, and she was terrible in Luke Cage. But she makes the acting that she did in Luke Cage look like Academy Award nomination. Yeah, I gotta wonder about the showrunners for Iron Fist. It seems like they said, you know what, we're gonna go a different direction, and we're gonna make a bland show. Hmm, that's weird. That's a bad strategy. No, it, it is. It picks up. It, it really does <laughs> okay. pick up. It does pick up. Okay. But I, she's I, terrible. And it's like she's got this weird kind of attitude in Iron Fist that's kind of like she's she's really sort of poo-poo on fighting crime or something. I don't know. It's just she's hmm. okay, but she's Well, look what happened good. to, uh, you know, Luke Cage. He got sent back to prison. Tried to do the right For thing. For one episode. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be one episode. Well, no, that was the end of end of Luke Cage you get sent back to prison right? yeah and then the next the first episode of Defenders would be like oh of look course. Luke Cage is that yeah. and exonerated <laughs> they, they run out of gas okay I guess you're free to go 
We didn't know, but there's a clause. It'll be like Justice League and Superman miraculously, <laughs> in the surprise of every fucking person, will be like, oh my God, he's alive. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, too, that is, it's kind of weird when you're, when you're creating this arc, is that, so at the end of BVZ, BVS, the Martha, the Martha, the Martha, the Martha Chronicles, Martha Chronicles, eight parts in search of the Martha. So they, they, they indicate that Superman is retardedly dead at the end of BVS. Right. Except as, as Ross pointed out, the levitating dirt. <laughs> was like super dirt. Was your that'll clue. be another film? Was super your quick does that mean he's jerking off in the coffin? What does that mean? Mm. Just, that's just him hitting the be- <laughs> hitting the top of the top of the coffin. It's making all the sand dance on the top. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't say much for a super dick. But anyway, <laughs> well, that's like in the Smallville where he didn't want to have sex with uh, Lana Lang. Because he thought that he would super kill her with his he'd super cum. Break, he'd break her. I will he would, break you. He would you. ejaculate right through her head, like through her body and blow it at the top of her head. What an idiot. It's anyway. true, though. But why not? Why, if super can, ejaculation. If, he, if his breath is super and his eyesight is super and his sneeze is super, you don't want to be there when he gets off. No. Emo funny. Superman. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway. I don't think it's going to surprise anybody in Justice League. So, But, but in Suicide Squad... Yeah. They built out this whole, ooh, there's newspapers and in yeah. memory yeah. and yeah. always remember oh, all this stuff yeah. while they were running ads for Justice League with Superman all over them. Really? And it's kind of like, yeah, like. Has where- Superman been in the Justice League ads? No, not at all. What are you talking about? No, they don't even have a set photo. He hasn't been in, but he's been in every photo for Justice League. In every photo shows the team. No, he's well, not the, in the, oh, I guarantee what's wrong you. With, guaranteed you're wrong. No. It's only the, uh, the the few of them, five of them, whatever it is. Sure. Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Flash. That's it. Nope. You yep. might be you might be thinking every once in a while they there might be a fan one put together. Well, but not th- every once in a while, one of these blogs that are talking about it will use the Justice League cartoon, and he'll be standing there. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Nope. Okay then. He, he did. He was in. They did a series of standalone individual posters. They did several of the whole teams standing there. And he's nope. been in all of them. No, that's a fan made. Then, if you've seen something, no. they, there's no official image of why. Him. I gotta take myself off the Wi-Fi because it just won't. Which is a little dumb too. Like, you're gonna you have to wind up the Justice League. You have to advertise for it's it, but lame. you can't use fucking Superman. It's lame. It's Zack Snyder. <laughs> as so much dumb. as you hate Joss Whedon, I hate Jack. Oh, I, I hate Jack- Zack Snyder. Yeah, I think I think that they should both go suck it. Yeah, together. Yeah, it's it's really hamstringing yourself. You can't use the image of Superman leading up to this. It's, it, r- Chad is right. It's such a dumb thing to do. Like, why would you even fucking do it? Kill him off. Like, who are you kidding? What kind of suspense are you going to build there? I guess you you could have a kind of gravitas scene where in, it was kind of neat actually in BVS where in Smallville, they bury a pine box with Clark Kent in it. And then in Washington, you've got the black yeah, that's fan-made. coffin. That's not fan-made. It is totally is, fan-made. It is not. It is absolutely fan-made, man. There's no official image of Superman in the Justice League yet. You wouldn't think there would be, because that really would be blowing your load. Yep. Showing Superman. It's still stupid. It is remarkably stupid. Like, and it's not going to last any length of time. No. 
It's going to be and some arbitrary, stupid fucking thing. The idea of, of, of shoehorning into BV, uh the whole doomsday and Superman dies and Superman lives bullshit. Yeah, shoehorning it at the end of that it's movie. It's dumb. Like, we yeah. didn't need that. Yeah. In, in, we could have had a movie about the, you know, the comparison between the two different characters and how they approach That's things. right. And then and the, instead they throw in this, like, monster at the end that, why would Superman fly a kryptonite rod that affects him into this beast? Why wouldn't Wonder Woman just throw it from a distance? Yeah, exactly. Or any Jeez. other, any no, hundred no, other ways you could do exactly. that. Exactly. So Batman launching it with some, like some fucking javelin or whatever, exactly. right? You know? Shit. Duct tape it to the front of the Batmobile and drive it into him. There you go. And just just put a brick on the gas pedal and just roll out, right? <laughs> that would be awesome. Speaking of tank tops. Right. Kong! Kong! Wait, that's the wrong movie. I already oh, yeah. did that. Oh, that's old true. news. That's true. I'm ripping My off. My intro. Ripping oh. off Chad. <laughs> but uh, Kong Skull Island, we've all seen it. The latest King Kong flick. How many have there been, Ross? Oh, uh, King Kong 1933, yeah. uh, Son of Kong 1933 as well. Wasn't that 31? They made oh. it that fast? That's Dracula. I, that's Dracula. Well, Kong 1933 was a giant hit. Like, yeah, and It so was they the rushed, jaws of its day, right? In fact, they rushed Son of Kong into production before uh, King Kong premiered, so it came out the same year. So they knew how good it was, yeah. I guess. Yeah. They had good feelings about it. Uh, then, then if we're talking pure Kong movies, there was the two Japanese films in the 60s. Then there was Kong 76. Then there was uh, Peter Jackson's um, mess. King Kong? It wasn't a mess. It was a mess. And then there was uh, the recent Kong, Skull Island. I've watched recently the Peter Jackson one a couple of times. Have you? It is really, like, while it's too long, it is certainly it's pointless. Too long. It's a pointless movie. No, it's a beautiful movie. No, no. If you're going to reimagine Kong, you make Kong no, he Skull didn't re- Island. He didn't re- reimagine anything. No, he remade a movie beat for beat. Mm-hmm. With with well, I, I'm what gonna was do the all 78 this. Kong? No, the 76 Kong was completely 76, different. 76. So, it Is was it? completely different. Sure, they went to the island. They stole the they stole the ape. He climbed to the World Trade Center. He yeah. died. It was very yeah. similar. We would say like. What's yeah. different about that movie? The difference they is, chained him up. No, the difference is is that Kong is completely sympathetic in the 76 film, and it's quite clear in the 76 movie that the petrochemical company that Charles Grodin works for, and Charles Grodin in particular is an evil son of a bitch, as opposed to uh, the Armstrong character from uh, the 1933 original, the Robert Armstrong character, where he was just a filmmaker That's, uh, going to film fun. Car- Carl Denham. Carl Denham, uh, yeah. played by Robert Armstrong. Yeah, and he's the son of a bitch at the end who says, yeah. "Twas beauty killed the beast. And it's yeah. like, no. No, actually, no. it was the bullet. It was you. you. Yeah. It was you, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so did I didn't it. see the point yeah. of the Peter Jackson, other than he was always obsessed with doing the so-called lost spider scene in the in, right. the, in, in the, the spider pit, the spider pit scene that uh, was planned for King Kong but never filmed. Uh, I thought it was, was filmed, and the director it. cut it off out Only because it. all the audience could do after was yapping about this horrible yeah. scene where the people are eaten alive by spiders. Yeah, it was pretty. Right. It was a pretty horrific, and I don't know how much whether they completed the entire scene or just parts of it, but it was cut pretty early. See, right. the Peter Jackson film was. Was pretty beautiful. Some of the, a lot of the eh. scenes don't stand up already. They already look shitty. They kind of look a little green yeah. screen. Yeah. But Naomi Watts was an amazing Fay Ray, and film was good. The fights were good. You mean Anne Darrow? Hmm? Yeah. You mean Anne Darrow? Fay Ray was Fay the Ray. actress who played. Yeah. I know, Anne but she was, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh, 
It's kind of telling. It's kind of telling. I will nail you to the wall with every error you say in the next. <laughs> Always hour. trying to nail me to the wall, Ross. Oh. Listen, I'm told you. You and your dreams. That's Keep your hands to yourself. For. Isn't that why you brought the extra uh, large Pringle can? I was going to say it's telling that we start off by talking about everything else other than Skull Island. No, I love the movie. Okay. I thought it was a fantastic movie, and uh, unlike Rogue One, uh, he doesn't die. No, he doesn't. No, just him. Everyone else dies. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, most Because King Kong hides in a refrigerator on the beach. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Kong Skull was a fun movie. What you want to see in a, in, a, in a giant monster movie is, you know, giant, giant monsters monster. and fighting other giant monsters. And right. it delivered on that. Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily the plot was bulletproof. I wouldn't say the acting was uh, Academy Award material. But it was satisfying. Sounds to me like you're equivocating. No, no. I was a thoroughly enjoyable film. Mm. And the fact that Kong is, well, a lot taller than he has been in any previous incarnations, including the uh, uh, Japanese movies. He was pretty big in the even the original. In 33, he was pretty big. No, he was only between 18 and 25 feet. Wow. But in the Japanese huh. movies, they had to make him the same size as Godzilla, so they upped Which that is the same him. problem now, right? Yeah. Because this is just really a lead into... King Kong versus Godzilla. I wouldn't call it a lead-in, but they are definitely joining the two. Yes, right. uh, but I thought this movie was a wonderful standalone film. John C. Riley, uh, he he is an acting treasure. I love John C. Riley, and he was absolutely brilliant in this. He was well, he, the film would be nothing really without him. him. Yeah, that's true. I know it would be nothing. He but was. It, he, he added an, a fantastic element to it that would have been. He's really the only interesting thing in it. I'd like to quote this. Other than Kong, Kong. hear that? It sounds like a bird. But it's, it's a, a fucking, fucking ant. <laughs> so yeah. am I to interpret from your uh, veiled comments and your um, scratching your balls that you didn't like the movie, Bill? I thought Kong Skull Island was fucking terrible. Whoa. Yeah, it was not good. Not good. Does that mean I'm the tiebreaker? <laughs> I guess you are. It was not good. You've been put on the pedestal that you've always <sighs> wanted to be. Ross, you ignorant slut. Yeah. Um, you know, watching it, I'm like, it's a creature feature, really. Which was which? What were you Kong expecting, yeah, Annie Hall? That's what Kong was. I say this in the nicest way, but I know. Duh. I, yeah. Exactly. But the time for creature features, I think, is past. What? Right. I disagree. I They're go- it's gone. Like the days of them and the beginning. What about of the monsters? End. Didn't you see monsters? The the one with the giants yeah, in but South I wouldn't America. Call that a creature feature? Of course it was. When do you ever see the fucking monsters? You see them a couple of times. Yeah. A creature feature is feature the creature on the screen. So right? you didn't like the recent Godzilla movie either. I don't think I actually ever saw that. No, you right. saw it with us. Yeah. I no, he did not. No, no? Go no you and I saw it together with a humongous guy in front of us who could have been Bill, um, <laughs> who who smelled like he hadn't bathed in maybe oh, right. two years. I fell asleep. It, it was very hot in the cinema. Remember, it, it was very yeah, hot, and it was very. It wasn't a great movie. Well, I'm surprised, Bill, because I don't know what you were looking for in a movie called Kong Skull Island. Well, like I said, they it they treated it like a creature feature. Like that's all they approached it with was that, and they didn't bring anything new to the table. Like if you bring something new to the table, then maybe I'll buy in. I disagree. They yeah. brought something new to the table. So that? I went with my family yeah. and my small kids, and and we had more conversation after this film than any other film we've yeah. ever seen. All right. Yeah. And one of the things that everybody missed, which and and I didn't, and it was sort of it, it was the cata- catalyst for a great conversation was the fact that this is the first time that Kong really he doesn't die at the end. He he everybody else 
mostly dies, right? Yeah. And he doesn't. Um, and it's all about, it, it's the first time that overtly the humans are assholes. Mm. And Kong isn't. Well, I would say Kong 76, most of the humans are yeah. assholes too. But yeah. I think you're right. Not only, but they give Kong a purpose in this movie. The reason he's there and the reason that everybody is, you know, halfway through the movie realize that Samuel L. Jackson is a liability is you need Kong because without Kong, these skull draggers, whatever mm -hmm. they're called, skull snakes or my whatever. least favorite part of the film, the well, lizards, right? the lizards. But, you know, John C. Roddy comes up with a name. I just I first time I said that out loud. I know it sounds crazy now. He's funny. <laughs> it sounds stupid the, now that I yeah, say it. Yeah, it sounds stupid now that I say it out loud. Um, they would absolutely destroy everything. Right, so Kong didn't they is look there. like the like like Gina Davis and uh, Alec what? Baldwin in Beetlejuice? Remember, at oh, one point they had the thing. That's true. I know what you mean. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now that you've said that, I've got that image <laughs> yeah. in my head with Absolutely. the mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the long tongue. I just yeah. I can't think. When I saw them, I was like, Oh my god, it's like Beetlejuice. I can totally picture <laughs> yeah, Tim Burton true. sitting in a room, picking his nose, watching this movie, and saying, <laughs> "I, I, I did he that. sketched it. I uh, bet you any money I did that." He was like I did sketching that like thirty years ago. Going, if I did King Kong, it would look it would look like this. Yeah, and this one was like, it, yeah. mm, let me just steal that napkin. They were they were terrifying, but you know Kong has a reason, and in fact, he, the, he's the good reason is he's protecting yeah the island. Very I, sympathetic. Again, that's a another contributor to the idea that it's it's a movie that's like Chad says it's transitional. You know, you you got to make Kong sympathetic because he's the guy going to be protecting the world for, from Godzilla in the next one. Not but King Kong right. is like Hulk, right? He's in the sense that you can call it transitional, but the reality is, is that this is all there is, mm. right? There isn't a complex story. You can have sympathy in his eyes and he can have love for, for the, the female lead. But the fact is, is he is still just a gorilla, you know, King, like, and I compare it to Hulk because Hulk, we have these movies, but ultimately we want the story that we want is Bruce Banner. Hulk is just a guy who smashes stuff and that's fun, but there's no depth and you can't really develop that character. You know, in, in the comic books, when he put on a lab coat and he spoke normally, it was like, it's like a skid mark in the Hulk, you know, storyline. You mean in the comic books? Yeah. You know, at one point he 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 Bruce Banner and Hulk became one. Yeah, I actually like that part of the uh, of the Hulk. But movie. only in context of the long history yeah. of Hulk being mindless. I mean, and you know, King the Kong in this movie is never going to go to Paris and study to be a chef. You know, there's not going to be any. <laughs> he's not kind going of, to the court. No, he's going to no. smash monsters. Yeah, he's going to smash monsters and do it brilliantly. Um, but uh, we were blown away by it. My my son could not have been happier coming out of that movie. Mm. I mean, same, you know, you had told me ahead of time. What if you gave him ice cream? He might have been just a little bit happier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, he was absolutely thrilled. You know, he sympathized with Kong right away. And I think the the driving point mid, from midway on was Samuel L. Jackson is, is he's like Rambo. He wants to win Vietnam. Even though Vietnam's over and they lost, he wants to prove that America can win it. So he's yep. going to kill the thing that you really shouldn't kill. And you're rooting right. against Samuel it's, L. It's, Jackson. It's the literal monkey on his back. Yeah, exactly. Right. And but, but see, we this this is where a lot of the conversation was about Samuel L. Jackson because, you know, there was the question of why why was he so intent on not giving up, and I explained how in the the first scene with Samuel L. Jackson, 
it was about him, and he talks to the other soldier, and who says, "I'm gonna get it when I get back to America. That's I'm the, gonna get a job as a commercial dear, airline pilot." That's the dear Billy guy. Yeah, yeah. He's always writing the letter. So he was going to get a job as an airline pilot when he gets back. But Samuel Jackson had nothing to go back to. He was was, this was this was what he did, and without this war, his life had nothing. Yeah. And so, because he says when he's given the assignment to go to Skull Island, he says thank you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Keep him working. And so, you know, he's on this island and he's not going to give it up. It's like there's no point stopping. The only problem with that, all he's all he figures. At that time, it's just he's escorting some fucking science thing in. Yeah, but by the time they get there and they start shooting at Kong for no reason and Kong <laughs> strikes back, is, yeah. okay, well, this guy this guy struck at me. He ignores the fact that he shot first. Yeah. Then well, I'm going to so rewind. like Vietnam. Yeah, right? I'm going to win Vietnam now, and right. I'm going to show this monkey who's boss. And I guess John Goodman actually had him drop the seismic charges to lure him out. Yeah, that's right. Well, that right. Was, yeah. well not lure out Kong. Well, part of Kong, but he also wanted Kong. to lure out what was ever underneath, this whole hollow earth uh, uh, theory. Oh, right. Which is what was in But the in the movie, they said it was movie. just to get out Kong. No, no, they didn't know about Kong. They just, yeah. No, they, they said we wanted to get out anything that was below the earth. Because they talked really? about the Hollow Earth, and that's that's a focal point of the Godzilla movie. If you'd seen it, right, is that there's all these creatures sort of lurking beneath the surface. Right. Um. I. It was fun. I loved Kong. I thought Kong looked fantastic. Some of those shots, you know, with him in the with the sun behind him, was straight out of Apocalypse Now. Right. Um, As the tiebreaker, I really liked the movie. Good. Mm. And right. I, I enjoy. Yes. Yeah, so take that. I suck lose. it, Bill. I suck lose. it. Leave in shame. Yeah. I'll just, t- I'll just come a- back and edit. Yeah, just, hang up your microphone. I'll just take a Pringles can and go into the bathroom. Mm. Now I like the movie. You'll get the Pringles. But it, you know there were there was a few things about the film that weren't great. Yeah, right? you know, and it was a PG thirteen film, and it really upheld that. So going with yeah. you know smaller kids, I was a little concerned, but I thought you know it's going to be just hopefully just a little bit of violence it's not going to be too gory and it certainly wasn't gory there was there yeah. was only but there was a couple of implied like really terrible well the thing with things. the the, the yeah. spider the spider was the first yeah. truly gory scene yeah. where the yes. spider's leg impaled somebody yeah. from head to asshole yeah yeah and which is funny because we were talking about the spider pit yeah. Uh, from King Kong, and then a guy gets impaled by a spider. Yeah. Which is the only thing they did in this movie, you know, instead of going on Peter Jackson, self-wanking, uh, doing <laughs> six hours of... of self-wanking. <laughs> I guess that's true. The, the, <laughs> probably don't need, that's a bit of a redundant, isn't it? Uh, well, not necessarily, just, I guess. Yeah. Peter Jackson getting somebody else to wank him. <laughs> hey, that's possible. If you they wanna, pay if you money. It's called, a, it's called a rub and tug. That's anyway, breaking it. <laughs> we're, we're completely off topic here. Are we? Long time. Uh, uh, so the other gory scene was when, and my kids were more bothered by it, was when the accountant yeah gets snatched, gets snatched, and he's torn apart. In this, yeah. And I remind, I, I compare terrible. that to sort of like the Jason and the Argonauts, where it looks yeah. almost like a little rotoring uh, yeah, animation it's funny. dropping. It, does. Where it, gets it looks torn a little. Yeah. The, the physics look a little goofy, maybe yeah. on purpose. Like, like maybe, maybe you know, but maybe. my kids were uh, Holden was mostly he was mostly disturbed by that over the spider because the spider kind of happens and you you don't even have a chance to process. Yeah, you're not even sure what's going like, on. Oh my god, was that a tree? Is that a somebody shove a piece of bamboo up his ass? <laughs> so can I <laughs> right? can I tell you? Uh, so true. you had warned me about. I gave about, you the yeah the heads. You up gave me the heads up. However, I hadn't told Buffy, right. my wife, and her hand shot up in front of Max's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> like you would, like it was faster than that fucking flash. Like she had it up there in front of his eyes, 
so that he didn't see the rest of it. So fa- and she had no idea it was coming. She just like mother reaction, boom. So Max yeah. just thinks, hand. that guy got killed by my mother's hand. Yeah, <laughs> what, like maybe crazy. maybe maybe like yeah. finger through his. Why did my mother? Why did my mother just slap me? We <laughs> we just said he died from eating too much Coca Cola. So take that, take that <laughs> as you will. Right. Yeah, but but and then then you see it one more time. Yeah. And you don't expect to see it again. Yeah. So by the time you register what you've seen, yeah. it's, it's, very it's almost quick. not horrific. Yeah, it's yeah. very quick. It's Where, very and it's very um, it's sanit- not bloody, sanitary. Yeah, yeah there's no blood yeah. in the it's whole. It's very movie. sterile. Uh, but it, there is, there's it is a horrible for- image. It is a horrible. He's standing image. there and he's got the thing and yeah. then it just looks up. And Similar he's collapses, to the the, right? the the guy that the marine that gets tossed against the uh, windshield. Yeah, he gets groaned and up. And then all you see is the blood splatter. You don't see. You yeah. don't see blood spattering though. That's uh, I, don't you? I even commented it about might, this. Uh, there's a, I, I think when I told you or yeah, I told you I do, that he he gets thrown up and you know he comes off the windshield. There's kind of a sound like you said. You hear it, but you don't hear the splatter. I, I thought I, I thought yeah. you see a bit of. Splatter. There's not a Halloween. No, because kind it, of... it would be even if you if there was splatter, it would be behind them. Well, it'd be in all directions. It's it's rotating, but it's also moving forward. Mm. Yeah, so, so the you wind couldn't might blow you it. couldn't get the the blood. Physically couldn't go forward. Well, they, weren't, they weren't moving very fast forward. Anyway, anyhow, <laughs> the point is, I remember it was seeing very, no, no blood, and yeah. I remember thinking, "This is yeah. these are the way they've sanitized it." Yeah, yeah, which is fine with me because you know, yeah, a good monster movie you should be able to go see with your yeah. kids. Now, like most of these these well, situations, has, sorry, yeah. has Maxford seen uh, the thirty three Kong? He has because it's really pretty, like the unedited, you know, yeah. the complete. Yeah, because that's. Surprise! That's before the Hayes Code or whatever. Right? Yeah. Hayes Code is comics, but yeah, they did the same thing. No, no, they filmed right. Yeah, yeah. It was before. Is that, that the one with King Kong? He's actually smoking a cigar. Yeah, before yeah. they said that chimpanzees no shouldn't smoke no cigars. Smoke. Not in film. No Not smoking. In film. But yeah. a lot of guys get picked up. You don't see any heads getting chewed off. But you see, well, the, he's, you see people screaming no, no, he, in his mouth. And yeah, yeah, he chews yeah. villagers in, yeah. in the thirty. Stomps on them in a he's couple. He's definitely ones, right? meant to be horrific in the thirty-three. Yeah. See, Holden loves yeah. it. He, we loved that movie. He, yeah. he enjoyed it so much. I love that film. That it's is a good my, movie. One of well, my it's just so funny that you'd be kind of squeamish in one area, but maybe it's black and white or something. That, Could be. Yeah. yeah Context just, is everything. So maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe. Yeah. one of the things that, okay, so it's a period piece set in 73. And the one thing I found, it's like the Hyundai in an Iron Fist episode mm-hmm. right. for a billionaire. <laughs> it's that. What's the what's the actress's name? Brie, Brie Larson. Larson. Brie Larson. She's going to be Captain Marvel, and she's going to make yeah. like she's going to make an amazing Captain Marvel because she seems to embody everything that Captain Marvel yeah. should be. She is good in it. She doesn't yeah. do a lot, but no. I find that but she's my good. my problem is is that okay? So she's a war journalist, a war reporter. Yep. Yeah. Photographer. No, she. Oh, yeah, photographer, for, yeah, war, yeah. war combat photo photographer. Photo journalist. Yeah. 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 And uh, and it's 1973, yeah. and she wears this. What looks like a sort of lycra white tank top with a wonder bra underneath yeah. that is so sort of like like arm breast armor, yeah. In it's a time a, where yeah. we want the white tank top with the the the, the slight reveal, I, I was going to say she probably. I mean, you know, it's a, not an it's, actual photojournalist in '73. If you're a woman, you wouldn't be exposing anything. Right well, in, and on yeah. Con, on Skull Island, you're a woman you in a man's would. world kind of even, thing, right? Even hanging around with maybe, a whole bunch maybe of other not. guys. Maybe she'd no. be in a, a khaki yeah, shirt over her yeah. white tank. That's, top. I didn't even think of that part, but that's true. But yeah. it's incongruous that she's wearing it like that. She doesn't yeah. look like she's from '73. No, no she I doesn't. Agree. She looks like she's completely in the current time. But neither yeah, does exactly. Tom Hiddleston. No, and I was going to say that's yeah. the other thing. That's yeah. I made that comment too. The Tim Hiddleston's in this tight little blue, you know, 
like a Hanes. Yeah. Well, because I was saying right. he's actually wearing a woman's one piece bathing suit. <laughs> right. He's he just flappers. pulled his pants up. Yeah. Right. He's like a Coney he's Island. He's got the snaps of a crotch, He's like Coney you know? Island in 1906, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, it's yeah. it's a woman's bathing suit from 2017. Yeah. Right. Okay, so as the female, as the sole female character. Yep. In she wasn't the sole female character. Oh, no, there's, there's a, a soldier. Woman. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a Japanese uh, Yeah, there's a Japanese there too. Scientist. There's a Japanese scientist yeah. part of Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And there were Mon- some strippers. There, she's with Monarch, There were some right? strippers when yeah. they had the, yeah. the, the scene. I wasn't talking about the strippers. When, when they, they go to Hanoi. Two. When they go to Hanoi. That's right. And, and it's, a, again, the PJ-13. It's so, like, the most unsexual strip I love you long scene. time. Tuboku. Tuboku. And then there's the women from the tribe. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's an international geographic kind of way. It's like... But so as the as the 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 Fay Ray character, right? Well, I don't care. Not what you, really, though. No, but not, but not she, even. Yeah, not yeah. really. Not really, but she is. I guess it's a King of, Kong film, and there's a blonde girl. Okay, maybe. so regardless if you if just if the in name that superficial changes, yeah. visual way, but it's these are the hmm. things that we identify when we see the character. If there wasn't a blonde girl, if there was a, a brunette girl. We wouldn't think any we, like the other like you said. There's an Asian woman there, Japanese uh, she scientist. Doesn't meet, she doesn't get to meet Kong though. But this thing is, we don't. I barely remember that she was in it, because there's a handful of actors that we see regularly in this film. While you're trying to remember, like with the regular soldiers as before, as they're getting killed. I'm just amazed that uh, Samuel L. Jackson didn't get out a few. Uh, I'm going to motherfucking. He did. He got halfway through one. Yeah. You mother. Yeah. yeah. I was just waiting for uh, those Vietnam soldiers. Like I was waiting for him to say, "I just got finished fighting the Kong, and now I'm fighting the Kong." <laughs> <laughs> Viet Cong, and now I'm fighting. But so, yeah. so my favorite comment. So here's yeah. this the the blonde female lead in a in a, a King Kong film. Yeah, she and she had a he, she's the only one with a relationship with King Kong, and it wasn't done. This film didn't handle it in the Mandingo way, mm. the way the previous films all did. Right, right. You're where, of a kind of a racist thing. Well, it's an allegory of of yeah. the black man and the white blonde right. woman. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. It's more of a Beauty and the Beast, but anyway. In this movie, but no, but traditionally, no, but that, but that, it's always uh, been the Mandingo. But that no, is I in don't there. Agree, but you don't anyway. think so? No, it, it, I think so. Oh, it's it's yeah. not even suggested; it's implied. Like in all the, it, that's what the original King Kong was too. Where he's peeling their clothes it's off. It's the white right? people going to the island, and that the, is true. The yeah. the tribal black man sees the white woman and she's blonde because so she's like nothing he's ever seen before yeah, they call her the golden woman that's right and and even yeah. the tribes people sacrifice her and yeah. kong you know wants wow hubba hubba yeah. like this is that's what the allegory of king kong think, has always been i think it's I there think so, but yeah i think it's pretty uh, anyway oh, yeah. so in this film they completely dismantle that yeah in the first time that i've ever seen where he admires her gener- her kindness Right. Yeah. That's what he loves about her. It's not that she's white and blonde. Right. Right. Yeah, there's it's, a reason there. Yeah, which she makes tries sense. To save right? the water buffalo. That's, that's and he it. sees that, yeah. and he recognizes that, and it shows his higher intelligence as well. Right. Right. And so that relationship, but and this is, I guess, this is the this is where film is moving. They completely de- desexualized her. I don't think so. There was nothing sexual about her character in this film at all. Mm. Uh, there was no re- no entanglement. She didn't. Yeah, she didn't she come on no like anything in, in the original. Like she's coming on to Jack Driscoll, right? The oh, Faye Ray was yeah. hotty. You could see. Well, like, yeah. Well, yeah. She was even like there was you know there was more nipples in the original 1933 King Kong 
than there was yeah, in the cast yeah. iron bra of this. Yeah, one. I don't know whose nipples were bigger, uh, so, Kong's or Fay Ray's. Yeah, it's like so. Whoa. What are you saying? <laughs> you got his eye poked out. You, ne- you need to see some nipple erection in order for her well, to be. I think she that, and she and Tom Hiddleston had some great chemistry. I think there was. Uh, there was that. Yeah, going they both on. agreed he was handsome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody agreed he's handsome. Holy crap! I think Tom Hiddleston's a terrible actor outside of Loki. Uh, he really wasn't good in this. I didn't mind. Yeah, I think he was fine. I think uh, he was fine, he's, but... he's playing stoic, but even the most stoic guy. He was basically Han a... Solo. He was playing a Han Solo character. Yeah, in Yeah, but well, I don't say that because him... you're just making him worse. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wouldn't give him that leeway even to Han Solo like Han Solo's charismatic Tom Hiddleston's as charismatic as that fucking Pringles can which is What's pretty that? charismatic come here that's my that's my uh, is that my your ha- is that your Halloween time to take your pill <laughs> <laughs> like the other thing that in this is just from a cinematographer uh, a, a cinematic point of view is that there were a number of scenes in the film that were very picturesque yeah. where they set up the shot yeah. and the actors moved towards the sunset <laughs> yeah. well, with was... their arms back yeah. and their chests out. So with Tom Hiddleston, 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 there's a T in there at the end. Hiddleston, Tom H. I always want to say Hiddleston, but it's a he's T showing off his his big muscles. Yeah. And she's doing this, and even while she's not sexual, she's not wearing a sexy tank top. She's wearing a practical tank top with a cast iron bra underneath. Yeah. She too has been forced. And there's even one scene where it was kind of awkward because they're walking up, and she walks in a diagonal amongst a group so that she's coming more on an angle to emphasize her chest. Mm. And there was a few of these scenes where her arms were back and her chest yeah, was extremely yeah. pronounced yeah, as they looked at the sunset. I find a lot of really over overly dramatic Scene, shots like, like at the end where uh, Samuel Jackson and King Kong are facing off and Samuel Jackson is looking into the camera. What's he doing? This is radio. He's looking into the camera really fiercely. <laughs> yes. And it's like zooming in on his face. Because it's, it's personalizing the conflict between the two. It just looks ridiculous. Uh, I wouldn't say it looks Personalize the conflict between your actions, not a dramatic shot that pulls into his face and he, it's got the flames. But again, I guess... It's kind of ridiculous. I, I'm, I think that... What would you film, prefer? A long shot? I prefer just they build that relationship They up. did. Not really. He hates Kong. He, Why? Because we Kong a... represents to him everything that went wrong in Vietnam. Yeah, well, he's got to say a few more things to to show that. He like, tried to. He said, "Motherfucker." They had no point. <laughs> That's true. This is the they the you know again your expectations in a film like this where it's about a giant monster on yeah, an island filled still, with monsters. Again, I don't want to. They should have spent a little time with a the creature characters. feature from 1954. Like nowadays, I need a little bit more. Right. I wish that one of these films, and this is this has been a failing with the whole Kong franchise, right? Because like it, the idea of Skull Island with these monsters living on it, and having so few of them, mm. you know, this is the way you create a three dimensional world. Yeah, that's the comment I wanted to make. Was uh, what they didn't do is that they did in the original is. They made Skull Island almost like a character, right? They built it up. There's a great scene where they're coming ashore, and you see the island. Like they really establish a sense of place, and they don't do that in Kong Skull Island, and that's in the title of the movie. You don't movie, think right? them going through the the storm? It's or- a bunch of fucking clouds. Like I need Skull Island. I need. It's funny. I'm complaining about dramatic shots, but I need dramatic landscape shots. I need to be put into the place, and sh- you can have a. F- 
Actually, you know, they do it in one scene. They do. You see the face that looks like a skull. Yeah, they yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah see, but not enough, I don't think. I would come Not back in to... such a dramatic fashion as they do in the well, original. Well, they can't do exactly the same thing, so I don't know what you're expecting. See, I would not? come back to the greatest the 19... monster movie, yes. Jurassic Park. Okay. And Jurassic Park, in the scene where... There's definitely you, similarities you there. You first right? see this place... This yeah. place, they come up over the hill in their little jeep. It's funny they it's have like, a big they have a big door too, like they do in the original. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's original. Right. So you made a no big door that only a giant monster Ape could fit open? through. Really? <laughs> really? How handy! Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't you just make a little door that you can fit through? No, you make a big door. Well, they would just step over the small door, so you're kind of stuck. <laughs> no, but there's a big wall. It should be a big wall a with door. a little door. <laughs> yeah. But instead, they make a big wall with a giant door. Maybe they need like a hundred people to open and close. <laughs> maybe that's what... if there's only fifty people, you're stuck. You'll never close. Well, maybe, once maybe... a year, Kong comes in for tea. Yeah. Maybe that's really what uh, Trump is protecting us from with this big wall. <laughs> maybe. It's Kong. It's, yeah. Well, we have to ask him then. He's is he going to put a big door or a little door? <laughs> I think he's freaked well, out about. He needs the, a little uh, door for his little hands. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, little so. doorknob on a big door. <laughs> he's trying to save us from the uh, South American killer bees. That's what. That's what that's all about. So, so I guess this is the thing: is that so Jurassic Park. They come in in their little jeeps, yep. and there's this amazing green field yeah. of With this the three-dimensional running. world of dinosaurs living in their natural ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, <laughs> excuse me, that is that. I mean, part of that movie is who would ever expect to see dinosaurs alive in? No, no, but that's not my point. My point is, is that about this island has become an ecosystem. Right. And in that scene, we see Brachiosaurus. Right. Yeah. Right. And then later in the film, they're at, the kids are up in the tree and they encounter Brachiosaurus again. Right. And this is what made that Jurassic Park so phenomenal was that they managed in this little theme park to create an actual place with actual an, like animals that would exist in a certain way. Whereas in all of the King Kong films I've ever seen, it's that, okay, there's one gorilla. And in this one, at least they explain that all of his relatives were dead. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. That's good. That's the first time anybody's really said that. All the other ones were like, there's one ape. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And he was like a virgin birth. (laughs) There's like... T- like in traditionally in the in the King Kong films, there's been T Rexes and there's the snakes and yeah. this film didn't have snakes, which was kind of surprising. They had a, an octopus, the Kraken, which was kind of oh, cool. Right, that was, that was cool. That was yeah, awesome. That was cool. Yeah. But it's sort of like, you know, they encounter a monster. It's sort of like uh, one of those video games, those quest video games, where you turn a corner and right. you see, like Dungeons and Dragons, or you know, King's or Quest or something, right? Yeah, you yeah. turn a corner, you see a bumble bear, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that where it's. Okay, you go here, then you see a T-Rex. You go there, then you see a snake, and then you go right. here. But there should be these things kind of dispersed around yeah. the island. And even a- if you don't encounter them, you yeah. can maybe see them Again, briefly. that would have been more of a sense of place where you, you could but see a did. working we saw ecosystem. Those, we right? saw those birds that, you know, pterodactyl or, or a pterodon like They're called pelicans. <laughs> they were pterodon-like. That took the scientists. Uh, yeah, you know, flocking over in humongous numbers. Yeah, um, it's a different kind of movie. I don't think it needs to do exactly the same thing as all those other movies you No, just but mentioned. none of those movies, no King Kong film has ever done this. They've but it's all a, made it the same thing. They can't do the same thing over and over again. So I, yeah, think it, if, I think it's a different type of movie. But with the spiders, where they encounter the spiders, and it was terrifying because they actually physically... 
had the interaction with the spiders. Right. If later they were just going the way the yak or whatever the the, the water boring, buffalo the water buffalo yeah. thingy, right? Yeah. Right. Like, okay, look, there's one here, and then we're gonna walk over there, and oh, there's one there. Yeah. At least there's that. But like, they could have had like. The spider, you see it a couple of spiders off in the distance, like far enough away that they're no longer a threat, but it shows that there are spiders all over the island. I know what you mean, but I think, you know, it was a pretty crammed movie with mm. everything they had to do. Yeah, mm. but I, I guess my point is that all King Kong films do the same thing. One monster, then another monster, then another monster, and then the end. Right. You know, and they don't ever show that any one of those monsters could exist anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, like you're saying, oh, it's not that kind of movie. But that leads me into my point again. Come back around to my point, point. where it's it's a creature feature, and that's what you're saying. You can't have all the stuff. You can't have a living, breathing ecosystem. You're just doing a creature feature. In my opinion, is that you can't have creature features anymore. That time has passed. Really? Yeah. So you're saying that uh, fun movies about big, giant monsters battling each other is not something you're interested in. No, we'll say that the battling, the fighting parts, Kong and the uh, Kraken, Kong at the end with the big lizard, that stuff was great. Yeah. It was really good. Well, what were you expecting? But I to can't, be playing chess on the sea? I don't want to... Talking about uh, death? S- sit through badly edited, you know, badly it acted. Was badly acted it was edited? It was terribly well, edited. Th- yeah, this it one here... badly the, edited. The you have scenes the that You have scenes where you're building, you're starting to move, and then the scene would stop the motion it would stop the propelling of the plot just a bad like cut right in the middle of it they did tons of that shit badly edited can you think of an example i can't i can't off the top of my head yeah well i've seen after scene after scene i can't i can't well one of the things point something the humans were really the supporting characters in this and king kong was the star and that's fine well, yeah. it, it isn't. It isn't because it's sort of like. You, Wait a minute. Do you like the movie? Or no, not? I do like the movie, but I. I You're I, walking I, back. Well, no, it's, it's like it's, you've drunk the bill juice. It's like <laughs> in ten point review, we used to talk about the commitment for genre, the yeah. commitment to genre. Yeah. And this, as commitment to genre, is a success. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. There was lots of smashing. I love the fights with the helicopters, and I love all that stuff. That's all cool. Although, wouldn't, a, you, wouldn't you think you'd fly away? Uh, you fly no, the helicopters you, yeah, the fuck out. Of, there's an arm. Way. There's an arm reach. Stay out of that. Well, radius. in all fairness, like you know, yeah, he has an arm reach, but two strides and another arm reach, and you didn't get away. Yeah. Not only that, but he's, you, he's making you, a lot of ground, right? You have. You can only retreat if you're told to retreat. That's and, right. That the other Jackson the other wouldn't let them retreat. But I think that in this film. Like in all the okay, so when I say the other King Kong films, I think of the 1933 King Kong, and I think of the 1976 uh, um, Jessica Lang Lang film. And Jessica Lang was the star of the movie, right? Mm, I wouldn't say so. I would say Kong was definitely the star of that movie. And they made in 76 they righted the wrong. They righted the wrong, I, I think, they made in 1933, although, you know, 1933 movie is a fantastic movie. But uh, what always bothered me and anybody who's watched it since then is, uh, who's the bad guy in that movie? The bad guy is the people that drug him, take him away from his island, take him to New York, put him on display, and then go, oh, well, he's an awful creature because he didn't like being put on display in a, in a foreign land. Uh, well, I mean, we can talk about the origins of the 33 movie. It's a completely original story. 
there's no novel it was based on. Marion C. Cooper and uh, Ernest B. Schoestrack, who had done movies together, they had done these movies, um, uh, very successful movies, where they would shoot jungle scenes of tigers or uh, lions leaping, and they would intercut that with actors in a studio running away from these, and that these kind of like terror in the jungle films were very popular except the studios said to him well these would be much more successful you know if you had a a female character a woman a romantic interest so he took all those different elements from what he'd done uh this is marion c cooper yeah and came up with a plot for king kong which introduced fay ray uh or and daryl rather the character uh and and the thing that the studio desperately needed they needed some kind of hook and instead of using real gorillas and real uh, animals intercut, they did stop motion animation for uh, all the animals, which by uh, Willis O'Brien. Willis O'Brien, yeah. and an incredible. I mean, it's layers ab- and layers. It's of glass. absolutely amazing the the combination in the original King Kong of stop motion, uh, rear projection, and live action. It's oh fucking amazing what they did yeah they made it all real like i said i was telling you earlier i'm watching it in 2017 and i'm on the fucking edge of my seat because they they just everything all that these desperate elements are all put together and it just makes it real so real like there's a scene where it's kong and he's got Fay Ray in her arm, and it's one of the few examples where it's not a little stop motion puppet he's holding. He's actually holding Fay Ray, and it's him with a back project, like like him created as stop motion. They've got a big full size prop arm coming out that's holding actually Fay Ray, and then yeah. they got the rear projection jungle, and it's like you said, layers just perfectly seamlessly made. Yeah. Like it was incredible. Done for the very first time in motion pictures. Yeah. That sort of uh that that they solve the some of the big problems with front projection or rear yeah. projection. And it's it's a and beautiful it puts you film. right it puts everybody right into it. You right don't ever in. feel like it's somebody going, uh and then a fake yeah, thing. Yeah, cut away, yeah. Yeah. It's all seamless. Everything's all in the same scene. It's fucking a technical trick. And it was it was um a film meant to terrify people and it absolutely Oh my god. I was thinking people. when I was watching it, like what with the audience of that day, like they must have been fucking terrified. Absolutely terrified. <laughs> What's funny, I remember hearing about Dracula, which had come out two years earlier. Yeah. And how it was it was considered an art film, not a horror film. Right. Because there was no such thing as a horror film. Right. You know, everything was meant as not being, yet. you yeah. know, like this. It's something idea. that wasn't a comedy, wasn't a slapstick. Yeah, it didn't fit into what, what they'd already had. And, and Dracula right. in the original story is he's a strange kind of villain because he's not like it's like following the when you read the book for the first time and you realize that, wow. Dracula is, is almost not even, it's like reading Jaws. Hmm. These characters aren't, the, the book is named after them, but they are sort of periphery characters. Right. And the story is about the humans and the, the right. other people interacting. Right. Well, that's what everybody, all the audience is watching. They're going to not empathize, but they'll relate with the well, human this is, characters. And this right? is You're what, not going to relate with a shark that's swimming in the water. Well, right. and this is where the, I have the complaint about King Kong, whereas hmm. if they spent more time with the people, like King Kong is great. He's a big rampaging ape, but the, the characters need to have a little bit of well, story. Yeah. yeah, you need. And they had no story. Kong in, is going to put them in Island. jeopardy, right? That's right. Yeah. But there was never a moment where Tom 
Higgins How can this be so difficult for Higgins? you? Higgins, a stupid name. Higgins uh, from. He should uh, change Megan his name. K. His name is now Tom Smith. Right. <laughs> Tom Higginbottom. I'll, I'll, I'll pass that along to his. <laughs> Tom Tank Tank Top. Tom Blue Tank Top. Tank Top Tom. <laughs> so the characters were very broadly drawn. In, well, it's uh, just Kong like Skull there was Island. nothing. Like there was, she was vacuous. Like name one of the soldier characters. You Billy. can't. Well, that's not the soldier character. That's <laughs> that the son. Kid. Right? Uh, no, I can't. I can't even yeah. name. I can't name any of the characters. All mindless. But I only saw it once. Guy. You know, whereas Thirty Three King Kong, I've watched. I don't know how many times. No, I watched. They had no effect on. Yeah, you. I watched Kong Thirty Three like for the first time in a long time. I think I've seen the original before, but I know. Carl Denham, I know Ann Darrow, yeah. I know Jack uh, Driscoll. Jack Driscoll, I know the names, and I've Cat only Man seen Wright. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's yeah. memorable. That's right. right. And I might not yeah. be able to name all those names, but even watching the Peter Jackson one, it's like I remember the way Naomi Watts was all the way through that film. I remember Jack Block even, yeah. and how, and in the same way that I remember Faye Ray and the guy who is her love interest, whatever his name that was. That guy. But, but he was good, and it was sort of like this: these dynamics between these characters yeah. that you know made you immersed in their even, relationship. Even though in thirty three, it's like, you know, it's it's in a re- relationship on level of, I don't like dames. Yeah, yeah, and dames she, shouldn't be on ships. And she clings to him. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it's still he's an awful actor. Like speaking of, he bad really acting, is terrible. He was a terrible actor. He really is terrible. Well, and a lot of people <laughs> in that first film were, but Faye Ray was something special. Oh yeah. Oh, she was amazing. And so was Robert Armstrong. I will you say couldn't this: have made that movie without Robert Armstrong. Faye Ray looks. Just like Christina Aguilera, Christina Aguilera looks just like Faye. That's true. I think that's maybe and she what even she's has that do. same sort of str- like sexual energy that Christina Aguilera has because Christina is she's talented and all those things, but there is something so sexual about her. Yeah, you know, and it emits from her. And Faye Ray had the same thing. And when I rewatched it now, knowing Christina Aguilera, I was like, holy crap! Christina Aguilera could totally play Faye Ray in a King Kong yeah. movie. And in fact, I think that when she went through her old 1940s Candyman thing, it might have been drawing on that. Maybe other people have told her this. Maybe so. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. But she so. looks a lot like her. Yeah, yeah. you're right. But Archeo uh, Studios that produced the 33 King Kong, they they were not convinced that this was going to work. They were there was uh, people so on the board that were be- were sure it was going <laughs> to fail. However, it's like the Star Wars of its time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The, the parallels are, are incredible. Yeah. Uh, but when they first did the rough cut and they showed some of the uh, the scenes they shot with some of the animation to the studio, they were like, well, I guess we were wrong. This is going to be fantastic. <laughs> so they yeah. rushed into production, the sequel called Son of Kong, yeah. which unlike the first film, which had 18 months of preparation and shooting, the Son of Kong only had like nine months. <laughs> And came out uh, six or seven months later in October uh, of the same year, and nowhere near the production values. Same, same. The captain of the uh, of the ship and and Robert Armstrong, Carl Denham were the only ones who carried over to Son of Kong. It's a completely different movie. Um, they portray the Son of Kong, who's uh, kind of like an albino, although it's just his fur that's white, uh, as a very sympathetic character. <laughs> it's kind of white. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny how in it, they start this trend in Son of Kong, where like Kong, no, reach up to the third leap from the left and pass me that one. That's the one I want, and the Kong does it. Like he understands English, mm-hmm. 
But it, <laughs> in the Japanese movie, it gets ridiculous. It's like, no, Kong, you need to hit the pin pad and hit enter number eight eight five six seven seven three twenty five seven three five three. Kong's going, huh? stop! I, I don't speak Korean. No, instead <laughs> he does it. Instead he does it perfectly. <laughs> um, but in this movie, uh, the the son of Kong is incredibly and is the keypad big enough? <laughs> yeah, like giant his fingers. Yeah, it's um, like uh, it's like uh, Homer Simpson in The Simpsons. He's trying to he's trying to call. Uh, He's using the phone. It's like, your fingers are too fat. Please mash your hand against the buttons. <laughs> what about Mighty Joe Young? When did that come out? I was in the 40s, 44. Yeah, that yeah. was... Because uh, uh, I love that as a kid. Oh, yeah. It's the That's same the crew, story. isn't it? Well, it's Willis O'Brien, but Ray Harry Harryhausen, uh, who oh, watched right. King Kong in, in, as a kid in 1933. So I was a big influence on Harryhausen. Was it King Shh, Kong? King Kong was his yeah. the influence. Well, I guess wow. that's, that's everybody's amazing. influence. Yeah, he got to work on uh, Mighty Joe Young with Willis O'Brien. I think Ray Harryhausen did a, the um, most of the uh, animation for uh, Mighty Joe Young in the end. Yeah. Mighty Young is a fantastic film. It also has the benefit of, you know, not killing off the main character at the end. Right. Um, and it's a it's a terrific film, although kind of separate from Kong, but in the sense very similar mm. um, because the people involved. The killing off, it, it's again that Mandingo thing. To, to say that today in our modern times, we look at it and we say, yeah, no, Beauty didn't kill the beast. You, you son of a bitch, you killed the beast. Right. Right. But they've decided... Regardless of even we're watching the movie today and we interpret it in a very different way that Kong isn't the villain. Right. The villain are the people who take him from his island. Yeah. Right. Right. You but see where I'm going then. with this? No. It's like in Africa, they would bring people from Africa into slavery. Right. And they would create them and they would demonize them. But the reality is, is that it wasn't them who were the demons. It was the people who were enslaving them and bringing them in. And then they do horrible things to them. They enslave them. And then they say, no, they're the villain. And even yeah. when they die, it can't be the white woman. It's the black guy. <laughs> Interesting. And at the end, That's it's funny. like, you know, no, beauty didn't kill the beast. You, you racist son of a bitch. You brought him from Africa. You killed him. That's it. It's, it was yeah. always meant as an allegory, like whether he was inspired by this or that. The fact I don't is, think so. Is that- I mean, a lot of, lot of things are, are done unconsciously and and... Or a lot of things are done without that, and uh, but the popular uh, interpretation as as the movie exists in our brains uh, becomes that. Who knows? Marion C. Cooper was not making any kind of allegory. I can guarantee you that. I don't know. He maybe was maybe was, an, he was pulling a Rod Serling. He was that kind of filmmaker. He he only wanted to make a uh, a thrilling horror movie that would sell a lot of uh, tickets. He was not interested. There was nothing in- yeah, but indicated. It, you you have you- to connect with the with the population. You have to connect with your viewers who are paying money to see it, and they understand the the uh, the dangers of a white woman with a black guy. Maybe that was sitting in the back of his head, but every movie. Had he, to be. But but the natural progression from from the movies he'd done previously with. Uh, lions and tigers in the jungle, jumping off frame and then attacking actors in a. So studio. maybe he knew better than everybody else then, especially if he was doing all these jungle adventures, right? I, mm, but maybe, none of that yeah. because none he's of, already dealing with this this yeah. you know this kind of situation. So I'm yeah. reading this great book that talks about the, all the Kong legacy and and talks about the entire history. And it hasn't of said Kong. this yet. It hasn't said anything about that. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, but uh, so. But often artists who create things really don't know what is their inspiration, and it's up to the audience to interpret it after the fact. Who knows? Mm. Um, the two Japanese movie, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla and King Kong Lives, 
were an atrocity on the eyes and ears and senses. <laughs> right. They are terrible films. And unlike the Godzilla costumes, which again, you know, they're all guys and wearing a costume. Yep. The, the, the gorilla costumes they created for these movies are the worst things you've ever seen. Nothing about them looks like a gorilla. No. What's the, what's, what's the one um, Godzilla film that he fights King Kong? King Kong versus Godzilla. Really? That's, yeah. It's creative. The uh, <laughs> That gorilla, in my memory, looks like the chimpanzee with the symbols. Yes, uh, exactly. He's got the big... Rah, 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 yeah, he's got the mouth. big wide mouth and, right. and, and uh, right. just absolutely terrible, terrible interpretation of King Kong. Hmm. Uh, and well, those movie. are just I loved it as a kid, right? though. I yeah. still loved it as a kid. I also loved Godzuki as a kid. But to be yeah. honest, today... I have absolutely no love for Godzilla. Really? I think that you know maybe it was the Matthew Broderick film that yeah, really they fucked it up a lot started of times, hurting right? it. Then it was the the revisiting because Holden just loves Godzilla, so he want he he went back and he could tell you all about Gigan and all these kind of characters. And it's like I watch it, and you know, it's like eh, it's kind well, of stupid looking. Really, they're stupid it's movies. Just a stupid they're not. Guy they're not well made. Costume. Other than uh, I have to give props to the the Japanese model makers who made the cities that they all stomped on. Mm. Very, very, very well done. Funnily enough, the first King Kong, King Kong versus Godzilla, there's a there's a popular misconception that there's two versions of the ending. People assume this was true for the longest time, that uh, that the film released in North America, King Kong won, but in the version released in Japan, Godzilla won. Huh, interesting. But not true. There's only ever been one ending, uh. and King Kong beats Godzilla, and away they go. Right. Uh, King Kong Lives, which was the second movie, uh, was actually uh, co-produced by Rankin and Bass. Oh, that's funny. R- Rudolph the Red-Nosed exactly. Reindeer, the Snowman. And they, they'd come up with a <laughs> King Kong TV show they wanted to do. Oh, that's funny. And uh, instead, the uh, people in King Kong Rights knew that Toho Studios wanted to make a sequel to King Kong vs. Godzilla. They put the two together, and suddenly you have King Kong Lives. Right. The bad guy in King Kong Lives is a guy called Doctor Who, oh. who wears a cape. And if you've, right. if you've ever seen this Japanese actor, he could never play anything other than an evil villain because he is, that's that's an evil villain. Right. But the voice is the Burgermeister Meisterburger. Right. It's that same guy doing the voice of right. Doctor Who. Uh, also starring Mihama, who was uh, in You Only Live Twice with Sean Connery, the James Bond film. Right. Uh, absolute, another terrible, terrible movie. But again, he's on an island. Where the only other human on this island apparently is this uh, Javanese villager, and yet the first people from the United Nations exploratory submarine blah 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 shop <laughs> and speak English, he's like, "Yeah, I get you. I understand you. All right, let's go." And and the woman's like, "Kong, no, come this way." And Kong's like, "Yeah, okay." How the hell did he learn English? The only person on the island speaks well, Javanese. Well, you know, Kong likes the ladies. I it's guess. a magical island. It must be. <laughs> All I heard um, was, wah, wah, come over here and yeah. blank me. <laughs> uh, really, it has a mechanical Kong in it. So, you, you're, uh, you know, there's a big climactic battle between the mechanical Kong and, and the real so Kong. So, Mecha Kong? Yeah, exactly. Mecha Kong. Uh, uh, not, a, not a good film. But then 76 Kong comes along. Uh, strangely enough, and this happens many times in, in film history, yep. is two studios get this, the idea to do the same thing at the same time. Never happened before. Never happened since. Uh, it happens all the time. Think of like, Inferno and and yeah. volcano movies. Think about of every like vampire Asteroid. movie of the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Crash well, and Earth. What I always think of is Leviathan. Uh, 
the James Cameron one. Abyss. Abyss. Abyss yeah. There's Deep Star Six. They all came out that same year. Yeah. Eighty seven. The or, two volcano disaster movies, yeah, and there yeah. was the asteroid hitting the Earth disaster. <laughs> Meteor. Deep yeah. impact. They have the, oh, Armageddon. Those, yeah. So yeah. Universal Studios and uh, and uh, uh, Dino De Laurentiis decided they wanted to do a King Kong movie. Mm-hmm. Both felt they had the rights to do so. Uh, both negotiated with Arche- the, uh, I guess the uh, remainder of Archeo Studios. Whoever which, owned that, who doesn't make movies anymore, but own the uh, intellectual rights to King Kong. Right. Uh, verbal agreements. There was a lot of uh, back and forth, uh, a lot of Lego mumbo jumbo. What yep. it boiled down to is whoever started production first was going to get their Kong out. Interesting. Uh, Universal Studios, in a bold bluff, said we're starting filming in April 1976. They didn't have a script. They didn't have an actor. They had Jim Danforth, the animator uh, uh, who knew uh, Ray Harryhausen uh, uh, attached, but they had nothing. Mm. Uh, Dino DeLorentes had a completed script and had some casting, but wasn't ready to go. Nonetheless, he said, he announced immediately, well, we're filming in January. And they filmed uh, the scenes on the on the super tanker. They filmed the scenes uh, landing on the beaches of, of Skull Island, uh, actually off the coast of Hawaii. In early January, and then they stopped. Wait, wait, wait! Skull Island is Hawaii. Yeah, I'm sorry to say. And why is it so hard to find? I know. Well, it's the one that's in that's you know surrounded in a cloud bank. Um, mm. Then they stopped, uh, built sets, you know, finished, finalized creating the monkey uh, gorilla. Uh, There's competing ideas of what he should look like. Originally, Dino De Laurentiis wanted like a man ape to emp- to to uh, uh, make the uh, love uh, uh, between uh, uh, Jessica Lange and the gorilla more apparent. A man-ape, you say? A man-ape. For the relationship with the white woman. Yeah. Uh, luckily, uh, <laughs> Saner has prevailed, and, and uh, they just What does that a, mean by the man-ape? He was going to look more human. He was going to have more human proportions. So maybe more like a Neanderthal. Exactly, right. as opposed to a gorilla. Right. Um, but Rick Baker, who uh, was then just a struggling um, special effects technician, now is you know a yeah. humongous uh, yeah. uh, Hollywood yeah. special effects guy, he came up with a design and he created a suit which won this sort of uh, competition between him and Carlo Rimbaldi hmm. to what was Kong going to look like and how were they going to do it. Right. Carlo Rimbaldi, this is amazing to me to read it now, but yep. Carlo Rimbaldi uh, was an Italian. Uh, the guy who did E.T. He did E.T. and he did The Alien. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, right. He proposed to Dino De Laurentiis to build a 25-foot robot Kong that would do the entire movie. <laughs> Just stop and think about that for a morning. This is 1976. Yeah. And he thought he could build a 25-foot no. robot. Wait, wait, but the year before that, they built a, you know, I don't know, 16, 18 foot robot shark. 20 foot, 20 foot, yeah. 20 foot robot shark. That did Which didn't work. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Almost did. Which almost didn't, didn't really work. work. Um, no, <laughs> to walk and move and do yeah. all those things, pick up a person, there's no way. <laughs> Can you imagine? Walk up a flight of stairs. Yeah. Oh, it's over. You yeah. can't do that. Yeah. It's too tight. Yeah. Too oh. tight. Too tight. Okay. Hi. Get another actress. Quick. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> Um, Stuff came out all the end. <laughs> now he did create the two uh, robotic arms uh, uh, 
the the full size robotic arm, which is a different thing, different thing entirely. Worked brilliantly. He also yeah. for the Kong mask that uh, Rick Baker wore, who actually performed as King Kong, yeah. he did the cabling for the uh, expressions. Right. So that was something that had never been done before. Is you're not you're wearing a mask, but you've got cables to to exaggerate the yeah. Uh, yeah. the expressions. Yeah. So Carlo Rambaldi is a genius. However, the idea of a 25 foot robot was never going to work. Right. Uh, and so they rushed it into production. They had to stop filming numerous times to catch up to build the sets. Right. And yet, the script written by Lorenzo Semple Jr., who uh, right. uh, created familiar. Batman, yeah, familiar, uh, yeah. the TV show, and also yeah. uh, Flash Gordon, and did a bunch of other, you know, Delorentes movies. But he also did Flight of the Condor. Right. So he's an unusual scriptwriter yeah. in that he can do lots of different genres. Yeah. But his uh, marching orders was to create a sympathetic Kong. Bring it up to date. So the idea of going to an island to find a hidden reserve of oil that has never been found before yeah. in the middle of the oil crisis yeah, of the seventies, yeah, relevant, sense. yeah, relevant, very relevant. Uh, but also give it more of a tongue in cheek because you know the idea of a of a twenty five. Yeah, like gorilla, I said, it's the it's the time has passed maybe for thrilling audiences. Exa- well, it was still you know. thrilling, but I know what you mean. Yeah. The idea of just going straight, maybe d- they didn't think would work. Yeah. So, you know, the idea of a... Especially uh, by the guy that did Batman, you know, ex- jokey Batman. So, Rennie Aber... Bajani? Yeah. yeah. We'll go with that. Odo. Odo from uh, Deep Space Nine. He's yeah. in it. He plays the scientist. Or Benson's... Has, uh, yeah, exactly. Benson's Benson. chief oh. of staff or whatever. He has a great line where they think they found oil and they test it. And he says, oh, you oh, it's, better gas mileage mule from piss. mule piss. Yeah, mule piss. Uh, he said that in a previous uh, nerd stocking episode. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite lines. Um, Charles Grodin, though, he plays it. I mean, he plays it slightly camp, but at the yeah, same time... He's playing a weaselly weasel, oil executive. but he is definitely an asshole. Yep. And he... Wait, 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 wait. Charles Grodin. Let me get this straight. Charles Grodin is playing an asshole? I know. <laughs> Try no. It. I know. It's almost hard to... The devil, hard. you say. I know, exactly. That's like Dabney Coleman playing an asshole. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Come on, no. I mean, perfectly cast. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, the nice thing about this movie is, yeah, the guy who goes to the island in order to, you know, rape and pillage it of its natural resources, but yeah. instead find a giant gorilla and steals it back to make, a, make some bucks. Yeah, he's the bad guy. <laughs> And they definitely uh, made it that way. Yeah. What's interesting is I don't know if you've seen Kong seventy six or what your memory is of mm. it. Yep. Uh, he only f- there's no there's no T Rexes. Yeah. There's no other uh, giant things on the island yeah. other than a snake. He fights a giant snake okay, and that's right. it. Right. There's no pterodon that carries off uh, yeah. Dwan. Yeah. Jeff Bridges was fantastic as a uh, as an environmentalist who sneaks aboard the crew. Right. Uh, but you know, is trying to uh, protect the natural uh, habitat as opposed to being, you know, turned into a giant oil refinery. Right. And they find Jessica Lang's character adrift uh, on their way. Uh, she was on a yacht that had, I guess, encountered some catastrophe. Mm. Um, a struggling actress, which they thought was, you know, they had to introduce her somehow. Maybe it's better introduce her that way than have her be, you know, stealing an apple and being seen on the streets of New York by uh, uh, Carl Denham in the original film. Who knows? Jessica Lange was brilliant. She was so good in that film. Right. Um, You might think walking out of that film that she's an airhead, but she's not. And and even Jeff Bridges and Charles Grodin described her acting in that film as, uh, you know, completely different than her character and and or different than who she really is. Right. But uh, sold the character. And, you know, she ends up empathizing with Kong and is trying to save him in the end. Like she and Jeff Bridges, to, at the end of the movie, unlike everybody else, 
is trying to save Kong. Goes up to the top of the World Trade Center. And gets shot down. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's Kong dies, but it, it even has a more tragic ending because uh, there's been this budding romance between Duan and Jeff Bridges' character. And uh, at the end, the crowd is swarming around Kong's dead body as you hear his heartbeat. Bum, bum, yeah. Bum, bum. And, uh, you know, they're taking photos of Jessica Lange and he can't get near her because of the crowd. And he ends up turning around and walking away. Mm. So there's that added, right. you know, poignancy of uh, he realizes she's going to be a, a humongous megastar now. Right. Through no fault of her own, just because of this. Right. Uh, and he'll never be able to be with her again. Wow. So there's that double yeah. double hit of Kong dying and, uh, or did he? Yeah. Because 10 years later, King Kong lives. King uh, Kong lives, yeah. With Linda Hamilton and Brian Kerwin as uh, in one of the worst Kong movies right. ever made. Right. Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to watch what? it. See, yeah. I was so I was so excited to see that because I was one of the few people who saw Kong 76 and enjoyed it um, or said they enjoyed it. It was yeah. actually a massive hit. It wasn't yeah. as big a hit as Jaws. That was Dino De Laurentiis. He wanted yeah. to beat Jaws. It wasn't as big as that, but right. he he. It was a huge hit. But somehow something happened after the movie was released, where suddenly it became. Oh, well, it wasn't that pop. It didn't do as well as everybody. We all thought it was a success. It was, but yeah. somehow it became popular to to say that it wasn't uh, and to uh, denigrate huh. it. And I don't know how that happened because it was actually a huge success. Maybe it was the hype that led up to it. Mm, and usually right. when you hype something, it doesn't work out for you in the end. Right. Uh, right. Who knows? But a few years after that movie, people were uh, not very fond. Nonetheless, Dino De Laurentiis still had the giant styrofoam Kong from the end of the movie that's lying in the courtyard of the World Trade Center. Decided he wanted to use whatever he had and do another Kong movie. Right. So the plot is 10 years later. This is King Kong Lives. This is King Kong Lives. 10 years later, Kong is still alive. Yeah. Being kept alive on life support. I don't know how you do that for 10 years. And they would put a giant artificial heart in, you know, the size of, size of a VW bus, <laughs> uh, except, you know, he would lose blood and where are they going to get blood from? Right. Coincidentally. Yes. Brian Kerwin, who's playing, you know, an Indiana Jones kind of character. Yep. Uh, finds a female gorilla in Borneo or somewhere somewhere over there yeah. uh, and brings her back. And, you know, his goal is to, of course, make money in, uh, with this uh, rare phenomenon. In the end, they convince everybody to use her blood as a transfusion to, to do this operation. And guess what? They bring Kong back to life and then all hell breaks loose. Right. He gets up and he, he's not... Uh, he's not... Um happy about it well he's not he's, grateful he no he is except he can hear her distress so the the promise was is that she would then be put in a sanctuary somewhere and you know do something knit scarves for homeless children i don't know what she right would uh big scarves but in the big, end they keep scarves. her they decide they're going to keep her like locked in a pen and he can hear her uh wailing and so he breaks out breaks her out and then they go off and they uh make they little do the cones. fandango Make little Kongs. They make little Kongs. Kong Junior. Yeah, which came out five years later. Um, and Not. they uh, the movie ends once again tragically, uh, with the death of Kong. I think I guess for real this time, except he dies holding his little baby Kong in his hand. Oh man, that is oh. It's like Escape to Planet of the Apes. A little bit, a little bit like Escape from the Planet. Little Godzuki. Yeah, and a, and a terrible movie. I want to say that 
probably the most shocking thing. Like I said, I was saying I like the battles of Kong in Skull Island. He fights the Kraken and he fights uh, fights the lizard at the end. But I would have to say the most shocking thing about uh, Skull Island is the fact that Andy Serkis didn't play the ape. <laughs> like, I thought it was enshrined in the U.S. Constitution that Andy Serkis plays all I the know. apes. I know, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, so, I, I, I was even... doing a, a Planet of the Apes film at the time. He was <laughs> like, I can only do, I can only character actor one ape I don't at want a time. To mess up the behavior yeah. of one ape. <laughs> I'm a method actor. Caesar, one ape Caesar and Kong are very the different. Of very, the other very ape. different. I have to agree with you that. John C. Riley, and then the Japanese pilot is is referred to by him. Mm-hmm. He's he's considering him like best friend. His best, best friend. friend. Yeah. That is the most interesting part of the film. It mm-hmm. totally is. It's the only character development in yeah. the entire film. That's the only thing I found really compelling was yeah. those guys outside of Kong. So an interesting thing is that they uh, I, and I didn't realize this, but after doing a little reading, it now makes sense. Just that, now. The yeah, you just there, did just now <laughs> while, Ross while I was, was talking, pontificating that that talking. <laughs> well, it was either that or nap. <laughs> so I chose to read. I'm glad you're being because I'm an intellectual. I'm glad you're being productive. Is that what you call it? So there's there's I didn't realize I mean, this, but word there, means what you think. It there means. is a lot of um, of nods to Apocalypse Now. Yeah. So now not only is it set in 73, but like the poster for King Kong is a nod to Apocalypse Now yeah, with the glowing ooh, sun yeah, and yeah. the I think palm we mentioned trees. that earlier. Yeah. But uh, the characters and Marlon Brando was as big as King Kong in Apocalypse Now <laughs> with his was, moo-moo. Well, they actually cut the scene from this film where uh, Kong is standing, is sitting in the shadows, going the the, the bananas, bananas, the bananas. <laughs> no, but it says that um, Brie Larson. So John John C. Riley's character's name is Marlo. Yep, and Tom Hiddleston's character is Conrad. Oh, uh, right. And yeah. these are references to Joseph Conrad. Yeah. Uh, and Marlo is the uh, character from Heart of Darkness. Oh, here's a here's one you like. Uh, the outfit that John Goodman wears in this film, it replicates the outfit worn by Robert Armstrong as Carl Denham in uh, I didn't King see Kong Thirty Three. I, I didn't make that connection. Yeah, either. when I just watched Kong Thirty Three, and I was like, I don't see that. It's a lie, but they're just saying it <laughs> because it sounds it sounds interesting. It sounds interesting. Kong, you want to be the, killed by a giant ape? He's a are monkey, you, but he's not. He has no tail. He's a monkey. Are you saying that Trump writes the IMDb comments? <laughs> no, it's Trump funny. spends too much time combing that wave on his head. That might have been the one. That might have been really my biggest issue with this version of King Kong was, you know, why should I be, you know, su- find suspense in a a giant ape rampaging when we actually have a real orangutan in the fucking White House. Well, they didn't know that when they started right. the movie. But Bill, they didn't? Bill, oh. you're getting so deep. <laughs> this obsession you just, with Trump I, I just lost the, all thoughts of Kong. You're there right. You I can imagine Donald Trump walking, climbing up Trump Tower. It's a giant monkey. <laughs> That's it. In a long tie, hunched over. <laughs> His hands are so small. With a big so ass. Small, he can't grab the buildings. He can't He can't hold the girl. Except <laughs> by the dropping. pussy. That's all he can fit in his hands. <laughs> if he grabs her by the pussy, it'll he can work. carry her up Trump Tower. <laughs> is Trump King Kong? Yeah. Well, he is like... Well, he's know. a... 
The yeah, hundred pound gorilla. You know who he is. He thinks yeah. he's a king. Speaking of Christopher Walken, he's the uh, recent uh, King Louis from Jungle. That's Book. true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's who. He is. And, it, and he was it, really weird. He was singing that song. He sings a song. It <laughs> sounds fucking weird. I'm the king of the jungle. Well, yeah. The best thing in that scene is that when the boy Mowgli goes into the area where he is, right, the area, he, he rings a bell. And King Louie comes out and says, who's ringing the bell? Or he says something about cowbell. There's a cowbell reference oh, right in the opening of that scene. Interesting. That's interesting. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If only he said, I've got a fever and the only cure. He might have said that. Is Mogwai. It's <laughs> a really good film, that Jungle Book. I was so surprised I was going to like it. I was it like, was oh, oh was my good. God, what a fucking cash grab. They're doing a live action version of Jungle Book. A lot of it was bad, though. Like, I thought a lot oh, of really? the, 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 the visuals were sloppy. The CGI was huh. careless. I was just, um, I was knocked out by it. It's like, mm. looks so it looks great. Surprisingly. Yeah. Well, you know, Mowgli was depicted as an Indian boy when we know he was white and lived in really? America. No, I'm not even. What's his name? Um, More allegory. What's his name? Was um, uh, Bill Murray was the bear? Yes, Baloo. Yeah, he was Baloo. And uh, yeah, it was. I liked it. It was amazing. It really was an incredible film. There was a great thing in the Academy Awards where they show you. I think I posted the picture of uh, uh, Moff Tarkin, General Moff Tarkin, Tarkin, and the Grand guy with Moff the mo- Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin, Tarkin, with the motion capture yeah, actor who was on. playing him. Yeah. There's an actor playing an actor playing a character. Uh, but they also showed a, a scene of Mowgli riding the back of Baloo. And you could see the, the three-dimensional robot that he was actually riding with the before they animated the head. It was a pretty cool little scene. Like It's amazing Whoa. when they yeah. show you those behind-the-scenes. Was things. Andy Serkis playing that robot? He was. He was. He was the bear and the monkey the and he the orangutan. He might have been the kid. And the kid. <laughs> and the kid. <laughs> And that tree. All that, actors are fired in Hollywood. Yeah, it's Andy Serkis. He might have been the palm tree in the far left corner. It's funny. In uh, the latest, I think it's the Civil War, uh, Andy Serkis is the guy. He has a role in that film. That's the Avengers. He's Spider-Man. Age of Ultron. Yeah. Is it Age of Ultron? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was Civil War. He, no, no. He's they Age go of to this, is he Ultron? He's no, in a room. He's uh, he's uh, he's. Oh, you're right. Sound guy. It is Age of Ultron. He's Claw. Yeah. He's Claw. Claw was an Age of Ultron? Yeah. Fuck, I don't don't remember (laughs) that at all. He had the secret store of uh, adamantium. Um, Or no, not adamantium. What's Cap's shield made out of? Vibranium. Vibranium. From from Black Panther's uh, Wakanda, right? So he had it on the ship that uh, yeah. that uh, Ultron showed up to. Yeah, to, it was a ship take. they were going into. He cuts off. Did I even see that movie? No, Fuck, you know, I don't remember that at all. You know, you yeah. you have in, uh, incorrectly listed yeah. the number of films you've fallen asleep. In. I can see why Andy Serkis <laughs> is a mocap guy because he's fucking butt ugly in real life. Well, <laughs> he looks like an ape. Well, Claw, he played Claw very well, and Claw gets his arm cut off by Ultron, and and you know in the comic books, Claw gets that sonic yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, and huh. is obsessed with getting vibranium out of Wakanda. So he might be in the Black Panther movie. The weird thing about Andy, and I can call him Andy because sure we're friends. Yeah. Uh, he, sure. he was here for episode seven. Yeah, is that where so. he was? Uh, so. The funny thing is that they really shouldn't show his face because yeah. every time they show you his face, he's like, it. it he looks like a homeless He looks man. just like uh, Planet of the Apes. Like, yeah. So then oh, Planet of the Apes stops being real. Panel. That's right. 
Well, you know, he's been here once. He's never coming twice. Right. He ate all the Pringle. Well, I think it's time to end the chest thumping and lock this episode back in its cage. My thanks to Chad and Ross for participating and you for listening. If you'd like to give your thoughts on Kong Skull Island, the wider world of Kong movies, or anything else you've heard in this episode, you can drop us a line through email at nerds at nerdstalking.com, our Twitter feed at nerdstalkingpod, through Facebook at nerdstalking, or on our webpage at nerdstalking.com. Ook ook, eek eek. Ants. Big ones. There's one. Sounds like a bird, but it's a fucking ant.